out. The heat, the moisture, it's uh, like an incubation, and for a little while they're happy and satisfied and uh, breeding. And uh, uh, if it doesn't do it on a very often, well, it's just going to come back and <clears throat> grows. But well, that's the reason for the ivermectin. If you figure out the dose on that ivermectin, you can kill any kind of living parasite and the mites. Uh, might have been what was affecting the dog and could have been what was affecting you, but you said you had no mites. So uh, chances are you might have contracted some parasites from the mites. I mean, maybe, uh, Richard, maybe it's possible that we don't have more gallons all have some sort of a mite. Well, I'm just saying it sounds, well, all more gallons is contributed to bacteria, uh, parasites, mm-hmm. fungus, and that sort of thing, and uh, uh, some types of morgellons are absolutely able to be detected simply by looking at it, mm-hmm. and some is not. There, there's so many different things going on out there. You got the fibers, you got the parasites. You, you really don't know. You could actually just simply have an infection from parasites, or yeah, it could be like a Bartonella, like a, a Bartonella or a, or a spirochetal infection, uh, right. but not well, more what, what people don't realize about mites and and parasites is they will be at the surface of the skin. That's what makes you itch and mm-hmm. it's like you feel the crawling, but that's only when they come to the surface of the skin. From the inside, they come to the surface to lay their eggs. They lay their eggs at the surface, and they go back inside the body. They leave, and the little babies hang around at the surface of the skin until they hatch, and they feed on the inside layer of the skin until they get adult, and they go inside the body, too, until they get ready to lay eggs, and they come back, and they lay the... uh, And that's what creates the infections, is the breeding and the hatching, at the lower surface of the skin, so you can't just treat it from the outside. You got to get it from the inside too, and you have to do it in a periodic uh, procedure. You, you you have to know their breeding, which is helpful to know exactly what kind of problem you got. But they breed certain days, and they they have an incubation period of a certain time, and then you have to go back, and after you get the adults killed, you have to go back and make sure you get the next batch, and you have to do it two or three times in a row at the right period of time to make any headway. Right, I kind of like You're right. Cycle. I had malaria, and I had to do that. You're right about that. Different yeah. stages, everything you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Richard, you're right, because the spirochetal worm, the, the spirochete, which is a corkscrew parasitic worm, um, they say that if you treat uh, with doxycycline, you'll kill the ones in your bloodstream. But when they sense that you know the medicine's in there, they're smart. They'll go and they'll 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 go into your organs, into your uh, or organs and your muscle tissue, and then they can't then they have then they escape the doxycycline uh, initially. Well, they're, they're smarter than people think because they not only will they go and hide, they can pick a place in the body that they can't be touched by it, and uh, if you do manage to kill them all, uh, some of them are actually going to become immune to what you're doing. You have to 
if you continue with it, you have to change to a different type of medicine, something they're not uh, used to. And uh, mm-hmm. they're very intelligent. Bacteria right. has over the right. years... Uh, could I enter into the conversation here for just a minute? Uh, I have a uh, natural food uh, supplement store here in the Cincinnati area that I go to, and they have a product that is called Parasite Blast. Now, I I don't have the bottle handy right now, and I have to walk with a walker, so it's a bit of a problem for me to physically get the bottle right now. But it is the, the label says Parasite Blast, and it addresses the parasites in the body, and it's in capsule form, and it's not inexpensive, but at the same time it's not expensive. Uh, and I I thought that that had worked rather well. And also, Did you say it's at natural grocers, ma'am? No, it's a, a supplement, vitamin supplement store. Right, right, but there's a there's a there's a new store that just opened by me. It's called Natural Grocers, and they're all out on the West Coast and, and Colorado and all that. And they said that was the farthest east store that just opened. It's called it's called Natural Grocers, and they have vitamin section, a huge vitamin section there. Well, not living out in that area, I'm not familiar with that uh, particular uh, company. But well, you said the name of it, and I thought that's what it was. You said that it was the name of the store, and I thought that's what you said it was. Oh, no, it's a natural vitamin store. Oh, natural vitamin store, okay. Yeah, and they have a number of brands of supplements and so on. Now, something else, <clears throat> olive leaf extract, which is a liquid, uh, is nature's uh, antibiotic. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, a good flavor to it. And I think it's either a teaspoon or a tablespoon that uh, I take. I haven't had it in a little while, but I kind of uh, back away from it for a little while, and then I start taking it again. But uh, lemon juice is to uh, nature's bleach, as uh, olive leaf extract is to uh, nature's antibiotic, and that's what it is. So it's very effective as well. Um, I just thought that I would mention those two because I've had really good luck with them. Well, the best thing to do is, if you're not sure, try the ivermectin. You said you got rid of your dog's problems, uh, but you still have the problem. Oh, no, no. They're not. The dog's problems are not over by any means. I, I said we initially had a scabies mite, I think. You know, the, whatever this dog had, whatever he had when I brought him in, he was itching and licking profusely. Then I took him to the vet. The vet did a skin graft. Well, you know, we don't see anything. Well, most skin grafts are ineffective anyway. You're only going to get 20% of the time you're going to pick up whatever it is. And if it's a scabies mite or a demodectic mite, uh, it's hard to pick them up. Uh, so I treated them with a thing called Mite Avenge, and I, and I treated myself with it. It's a company in Florida that sells this um, it's all natural product, and it's unbelievable. It was a lot of money, but it worked really good, you know. So I, I treated them, and, and the itching and stuff all went away for a while. And then, and then it came back, and it wasn't a reinfestation because I said, well, there isn't anything there. And then I had these red lines going up my arms, which is real telltale scabies. But I also looked up Morgellons and said Morgellons parasites can do the same thing. So I thought, well, 
I said, well, my God, does this dog have more gallons disease? You know, and it's possible it is more gallons still, or it's just a parasite. But there's just other things that are weird, like um, just my weight loss and everything. But then again, you can have weight loss from a parasitic infection, too. Parasites can make it lose weight. So that could have been what that was, too. You know what I'm saying, Richard? Well, if the stuff you're taking is not poison, then it's not going to kill the parasites. Uh, the 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 only way to kill parasites is with a poison, and the proper poison depends on the type of parasite. Uh, a lot of things work on parasites, but there's a lot of parasites out there that nothing uh, will take care of except for poison. And you yeah, like the turpentine um, is really good. Like what the other Richard was saying yesterday, oil of turpentine is supposed to be really good. And it's been a, a remedy for 200 years. Well, it's not. The thing is, is if you take what I'm telling you to take, it's going to be poisoning you too. Right. The only, right. And you have to be careful of what you take in the amount. It is plainly written on the bottle or container you get it in per hundred pound uh, what you're supposed to use and how many times a day kilograms and uh, uh, but anyway that's that's the only way and it just sounds like what you're talking about the, the one key thing that you said was when you use the bath the hot tub and the lights and you sweat so profusely you're actually helping them incubate because you open up the pores and uh, they live under the skin until they their breathing breaks through the skin and causes places that, well, look abnormal. And uh, they're not going to use the same spots. They're going to move uh, away from it gradually and it will eventually grow and get fixed, especially if you're hot tubbing and using hot lights. Well, and, and here's the other weird thing, Richard, and this is why I tested this to more balance. But then again, it can be for mites and parasites, too. My well, daughters that's are what Magellan's is. That's what Magellan's is. Magellan's is a man-made type of fungus or thing they were experimenting on that got out of hand, and a lot of people got it. Yeah, but my daughters, see, my daughters never got this mite. They never got the whatever it is that I have, but it's really weird. The cats were in a different part of the house, and they still, they got it a few months later. It's just so bizarre, you know. And I'm well, like, if, if, if you hit the incubation period right, and, and the, uh, you know, the whole situation is right, yeah, you, you can pass it. There's a lot of people that live with people that have McGillan's that don't have Magellan's also, but they're they mean they don't have the, they're not symptomatic anymore, right? Like in other words, they are carriers, but they don't have the symptoms. Yeah, some people do. Some people uh, uh, carry them, and and the, the they're not bothering them. They don't they don't have the effects, and animals too. Wow, wow, that's interesting. It was, an all, it was all an experiment that went bad somewhere along the way. And uh, these parasites may 
not be familiar to anybody. You said the guy did a skin scrape on your dog, but they don't live on top of the skin. They live yeah, under unless the they were scabies might, but otherwise they won't. Well, even scabies. But that would be a normal everyday mite. Okay, and you, and the only thing you could really have to be scared about there is uh, if the mites were carrying some other type of fungus or parasite. Yeah, because they have parasites too. Exactly. Well, that would be the spirochete, that's what, which they can carry. Yeah. Anyway, just all I would share. Ivermectin and silver nitrate. Silver nitrate does miracles on the skin if it's a surface type infection. But with the Magellans, you have to be really careful not to scrape and scrub and, and borax and peroxide and turpentine and all the other crap you're going to be trying on there is just going to agitate it and make it worse because the parasites are no longer there. Now, if you got fibers, you got fibers. Okay, you can see right. those. But the parasites are going to be in the skin around it. Be glad you guys don't live in it. Be glad you don't live in Illinois. I'm outside right now. It's 17 degrees out here and it's stinking snowing. Stinking snowing. Well, I kind of like stinking snowing myself. Now, that's one I wish I was in California. All those people in California, I wish I was over there right now. It's cold. That's the only thing. Two things I'd miss from California, the weather and the food. That's it. Well, where do you live now? I live in California, but if I left, which I'm thinking of doing, I would miss the food, which is incredible, <laughs> and the weather. That's all I'd miss. Yeah. I was going to say, but you live here, Barb. You said I live here, but I'm he's yeah. looking at leaving. He's right. I think this is the worst place to be, hands down. It is now it's 50 it's well, anyway. You know, listen, you could sell your houses. All of you could sell your houses and make it. You do it before the shit hits the fan and get out of there and take your money and buy it. You know, pay cash for something 30 somewhere 30. else. Yeah. These fires are our price. You know, when you're targeted, you're tired. So, huh. how are you even going to? Get on a plane and go decide where you're going to live. And then you got to box up. Then you got to move. Then you got to find new doctors, hair cutters, license plates. You know, I've moved a lot. <laughs> and the thought of thinking of it is overwhelming right now. That you're right. Well, that, well, that brings up something else. We're talking about appears. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Well, this brings up something else you guys were talking about. Well, you were talking about the. Uh, people around you and the way they do and the way they act, the mechanic shop and the uh, towing of the vehicle and your tags and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what, what we got to understand is there's been a profile done on us. And what has happened is they have profiled from your public records they have profiled from anybody that you've ever come in contact with that they can contact that has anything to say about you, good or bad, and they've got a profile of anything you've ever said wrong, did wrong, acted wrong, or, or conflict with any person you've ever had one with. Your, your life has become an open book. There is no 
secrets. You are transparent. You have, and on top of that, uh, most of the profiling was done by the people that you had the trouble with. And naturally, they, they're not going to say anything good about you. So that's what is exposed as your, as your life to the public and the people around you. And that's why they act the way they do. In other words, they're not actually evil. That they're being told a bunch of bullshit about you, or something, more or less. Well, yeah, well, in some cases it may be bullshit. In some cases, it may be the difference between how you see it and how the people that uh, you were in conflict with saw it. Because, uh, as we well know, we don't all see eye to eye about the same things. And uh, you might say, well. No, I, I just uh, felt like they'd done me really dirty over my tags in my van. And the rest of the people might be saying, well, I thought it was mighty dirty of him coming in here and acting so ugly and rude. Not that you did. But they, they're they free to profile. They're free to say what they feel, how they saw it, uh, even the lie, uh, bullshit, as you call it. But that's what's happening in our life. Is simply in a book, and all of us are getting affected in this way. According to the policeman that was on Ella's show, they really make up some junk about us. They really make up ugly stories about us. I don't think any of us. My, what I get from people on these calls is they're good people. They want to have a family. They want to do. They want a life that's decent. I mean, I don't hear evil people, not too many, on these calls. So, I mean, they can't just say, oh, well, gee, she, um, I don't know, who knows what they say, but I know that I've never committed a crime. I've never been arrested. I've never been put in nothing. And so I don't know what they're busy, you know, making up about me, but it, it, it can't be, it can't be near the truth for them to get people to do what they're doing. They make it real junk about us according to this well, the, the bad part the sad part of it all is that yeah there is a lot of good people out there and uh, a lot has never ever said anything to hurt anyone or even hurt anyone in any shape form or fashion or done anything wrong but the problem is the law has allowed uh, narcissists and uh, ill mean hateful cruel ugly people that you've come across in your lifetime that might be able to say they know you or might just know of you, not even really have any contact with you. The law has allowed them to step forward without you being charged with anything, without you going to court and having a chance to say your side of whatever it was uh, and turn turn you into a – exposed, unmasked, transparent, open book uh, person in this society. And, what I'm and saying, Richard, is, well, what I'm saying, though, is that it's not just somebody sees it a little differently and therefore they're going to tell a story. They, they're just making up crap all over the place. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, they can say what they want to say. And it might not even be someone that knows you. They might walk up and say, absolutely. well, did you did you know, Linda? And they say, well, uh, well, sure I did. Well, well, what did you think of Linda? Did she ever have an, 
oh, yeah, she did this, she said that, blah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, but but it's the law, it's the law that is allowing this to happen.
but people started to treat me as if I had a disease they didn't want to catch. The women didn't want me around their husbands. The husbands didn't want me around their wives, you know, to give them any idea. So they, you know, they slowly separated away from me. They stopped inviting my, my daughter, um, you know, to the local barbecues and stuff like that. So part of it has to do with being single. Um, you know, if you're living in a neighborhood where there are couples, um, there are a lot of people that are very insecure. They're well, insecure they in their marriages. They would, they would say that I would go, like, because they, they had a really nice swimming pool, you know, community pool. And I would go there, and I'd sit in the sun, and I would ignore, uh, you know, I worked, I worked out a lot, so I was a big muscle guy, kind of muscular guy, and I'd go there. I never hit on any of the women. I talked to a couple of the ladies that were there, uh, because I worked on weekends, you know, so I'd go into Chicago on the weekends, and they would see me sitting there, and then the rumors all had, oh, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's sitting on all the, the, the wives the, the, while their husbands were at work, which was such bullshit, okay, which I didn't do. And then and then one day, I went to go visit my daughter at school, and she's all like, oh, yeah, Daddy, you can come and have lunch with me at school. Did you know that? And I said, no, I can have lunch with you. And she goes, yeah, Daddy, you can come and eat with me at school. So I rode my bike. And I went to the side of the school, and there was a parking lot there, and there was all the kids out on a recess. And I said, yeah, I'm here for my daughter's third grade lunch period. Oh, yeah, you got to ride around around the back. You can go in that way. So I rode around the back, and they didn't have the school locked down back then. It's a small town. So I walked in there, and she waves to me. She says, hey, Daddy, I'm over here. She's at the table. I go in there, and this lady stops me. She's like, Where's your Where's your badge? Did you sign in? I said, Oh, I'm just here. And she saw that was my daughter. This lady knew it was my daughter. Well, you got to go get your You got to go in and sign in. So, okay. So I walked. I she was in go around. You're not coming through the school. So I went all the way around my bike, parked in front, signed in, walked back through. The next day, I was at the gym working out, and I'm bench pressing, and I look to my right, and I see two legs of like uniform guys standing there and they were the town cops and they said are you mark so-and-so and i put the weight up i said yeah and i sat up i said is everything okay we got to ask you some questions i said what were you at the school yesterday at about 12 30 in the afternoon i said yeah uh -huh. well we got a report that you were walking around the hallway snooping in classroom doors opening closets oh and this and that oh my goodness yeah I and you said out. in the beginning you didn't know if you were targeted. That was you, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. No and so I, uh, I, I said, what are you talking about? I said, first of all, I couldn't. I said, I didn't walk through the school. I went all the way around. It was a lie. So they said, okay, and they left it go. Okay. But what a bunch of bullshit. You know, what a bunch of bullshit. I mean, can you imagine how I felt? And this is like only two months after I moved to the town. I wanted to get the hell out of there. But my kids loved the school, and it was a neat little town. But holy shit. I mean, you talk about a bunch of bullshit. Holy shit is right. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. horrible. You were so yeah, that was horrible. That was a setup. Yeah. Well, the lady, the lady was a bitch. All right? and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll say what her name is. Her name was uh, Corey Tang. She was okay. a bitch, and her husband was a Marine. And I think uh, she and he was always gone. He was, uh, you know, and always gone. Um, you know, he's a marine, so he wasn't around. Yeah. And so she was. She probably had some power tools in her bedroom, you know. Well, I mean, no. I think she was just. Uh, she was. She was a, a 
a bitch. I mean, I know I will support it. That's a horrible thing to do to you. Well, you have a, a bitch with power tools. Did she ever try to flirt with you? Did she ever try to flirt with you or anything? Well, I always told her to the light switch room and hours at the night, you know, and the, the electricity wouldn't go on. But, you know, she uh, actually, and, and, and here's another uh, little thing to this whole wow. thing. The, the cop actually apologized to me a couple months later, and then the principal of the school called me that month following Monday, because that was a Friday, and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, this wow. never should have happened, she never should have called the police, I'm so sorry, and so they were apologetic, so I don't really know if that's yeah. a targeted thing, although it could have been, I don't know, but... Was she an employee, or just a mother? Oh, I'm sorry? Was she an employee that worked there? Yeah, she was an employee and a mother, and she had kids there. And ironically, I ended up getting a job at the school there. Wow. Yeah, I worked there as a custodian because I wanted to work and make extra money. I said, well, what am I going to do? I work, I had a cleaning business, and I had uh, um, 17 accounts, commercial, and my brother and I owned it, and I'd go in on the weekends and work 12, 14 hours. Well, I said, I'm sitting around on my ass during the week. I might as well do something. So I took the custodian job, and the principal hired me the following school year. And she says, you know, I just want to tell you, Mark, she says, you know, uh, she was a lot of people didn't want me to hire you, but I hired you. So don't make me look bad. I said, I won't make you look bad, Mary. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay, so we're, this woman had a neat, is she like your, is she, was she around your age? Was she older, younger? Uh, she's probably five, year, five years younger than me, maybe. Did she, did, do you think she found you? I'm just wondering why she would do that unless she had something going on with her. Well, if she found me attractive, I don't know. If that's the way a woman treats a guy that she finds attractive, I'm running like all the other way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand this. <laughs> 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 you don't respond. <laughs> 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 you don't respond to somebody who's looking at you like you're attractive and they get angry at you, you know, and pay you back for not paying attention to them. I'm one child. Yeah, she just how about how she embarrassed your daughter? What's that? How about how she embarrassed your daughter? Yeah, really. Yeah, right there in front of everybody. Yeah. Not, I mean, really. I mean, you can handle it, but your daughter—that was yeah. really pathetic of her. I agree. Really low. Well. Yeah. We don't like. Sometimes it. all it really is is a lot of jealousy. But when one person changed your party, that must have been awesome. Yeah, but you know what? After that, after I started working at the school, wow, my daughter's gotten involved with some sports and stuff. Boy, did everything change. It was like I, I had kids at my house all the time, and he was kids spending the night, and all you know, they're losing. So it changed. Yeah, yeah, you really were. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, it was, and then it turned out, and uh, I had my kids. We went to church there, and I had my kids in the Lana program and all that stuff. So it, it was good, but it was, but you know, it's um. It's life is life is hard, man, and then we got to deal with this bullshit now. Yeah. You know, it's like we're supposed to be able to relax when we're in our fifties, sixties, and seventies, and mm-hmm. now we live in this world that's a bunch of bullshit right now, and all the crap they're doing to us. I mean, they're poisoning us from every half angle, and you know, you can't eat anything anymore. You got to worry about where you're taking a drink from. You can't breathe the air. You, I mean, you're you're screwed everywhere you go. I mean, it's. Really I don't know about anybody else, so I'm exhausted all the time. Totally exhausted. Is anybody else? Um, no, but that can be frequencies. They get you mm-hmm. at night. I yeah, wake up tired. Yep. Tired all the time. Well, you could actually be your thyroid. You could have um, thyroid issues. Uh, I, 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 
Take that. I do have Hoshimoto's. It's probably from Oh, do you? Okay, well, that, that could very well be why you're tired. Because my mom had Hashimoto's disease, and she was always tired. Always. When she took thyroid, she was still tired? Well, I don't know. My sister got her on all the supplements um, about four years ago before she passed. Well, she passed away two years later, but she was 91 when she died. So, I mean, she, was, she lived a long life. Um, but you got to take kelp. Take take kelp every day. But I hear if you have Hoshimoto's, you can't take kelp. You're not supposed to take that. Right. Oh, not I keep telling people on the phone because people keep saying, take iodine, take iodine. And I say, first, you right, That's right. You can't take kelp because it's your, your thyroid with the iodine. That's right. But I thought that's, but kelp isn't directly, it's not direct iodine, though. It's it's a, it's. I don't know. I've been told by three very good naturopaths. If you've got Hoshimoto's, not to take kelp or iodine or anything. So you have basically an overactive thyroid or underactive? Under. 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 Okay. Thyroid, but there's just something about taking iodine or something that's just not good, evidently. Do you walk I have a feeling a lot of targets have Hoshimoto's, but the problem is most people don't get the test for Hoshimoto's. I didn't. I was on thyroid a long time before somebody said, did you ever get tested for Hoshimoto's? I said, what's that? They're a simple test, antithyroglobulin. But they don't, most people, doctors don't give it to you. And I have a feeling. Wasn't Hoshimoto's a general that found Pearl Harbor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, we have to figure out. I mean, there's a stuff I take. A stuff called thyroid complex that you could probably take. What is it? What is it? Thyroid complex. Thyroid complex. Yeah, it, I'll tell you what's in it. Hang on one second. I gotta. Okay. There it is. Okay, it's a uh, multiple glandular supplement. So that's you know, his website. All this stuff is on there. Oh, Dr. Wilson, okay. Yeah, and, and if you do a hair test, listen, it's $80. $80. I tell everybody do this. Do a hair analysis because it helps you a lot more than your blood. And your hair test will reveal about a six-month to one-year history of what's been going on in your body. It'll show all of your metal toxicity. It'll tell you, you know, what you have in your body. And most people don't know this. You know when you die? The coroners, it's just, most state laws require a hair test for everybody that dies because, you know, they want to see what's, you know, in your system for a while. If you had toxicity of any poisons or any drugs that would have been in your system, that blood test wouldn't reveal. So they all do hair. Hair tests are wonderful into detecting what's going on right now. Yeah, I've done, I did that about a year ago. And then I did it about two years before that. And what did you find out? It was Sandinger, actually. Uh, well, nothing showed up about the thyroid. <laughs> and you have Hashimoto's? Huh? And you have Hashimoto's and nothing showed up? Not with the uh, hair analysis. Wow. Well, go for these guys. They're really good. A blood test called antithyroglobulin because you need to see if your body's producing antibodies for it. So it's a blood test. It's an antithyroglobulin blood test. From what I hear, that's the only way to find out if you have Hoshimoto's. How many people live in California that are on the call right now? Are there like four of you guys on there? There's me, uh, Barbara. Is, is, is Roseanne? Uh, Roseanne was, but I have a feeling she fell asleep by now. 
that three of us. If Lori still is here, I think Lori's from California too. I'm not sure. That's Southern California people, I think. Yeah. Well, he said California. That means yep. Southern too. Derek, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, know from Southern California. Derek, a lot of people man. in California. Sorry. Derek, the man you're in California is highest in Okay. No, uh, this is pretty neat because I live uh, I live in a forest here. I've got um, 12 acres of land, and I have a cabin that I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rent out for somebody. But as I told, you can't get any. Uh, there's no Wi-Fi here, so I have to have a dust box in my house from U.S. Cellular. Yeah, but I I, I unplug it. Uh, you know, at night and it's in the it's down in the basement. I don't have um I don't have it on the main level, so it's down there. And I have the wires coming up to the floor because I don't want anywhere near me. But um, you know, it's a little router, but it's the only thing I can have for internet. And um, it's expensive. It's cost me seventy bucks a month because I can't. There's no signal for Wi-Fi here. I have. I live surrounded by pine trees, oak trees, and black walnut trees. And um, I guess that's a good thing because it uh, hides you from all those. Yeah. Yeah. The you know, trees not, uh, cut it down a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm offering I'm offering my cabin to anybody, man, woman, and child. If they want to move away, they can come and rent it. I'll charge you four hundred dollars a month, and all utilities are included. And I have a well, and the water's been tested, and it's delicious. It's ice cold spring water, and it's really good. And there's no carcinogens. Where are you going? Me, I'm staying here. Yeah, no, he's the neighbor in the yard. In the, oh, in the oh. No, it's on my property. It's a it's a cabin. It's um it's a cabin. Do you have a do you have a you're talking Illinois, right? North northwest Illinois. And it's not what you think. It's not farmland and it's a, it's rolling hills. It looks like um Napa Valley and there's a ton of actually there's a ton of wineries out here, believe it or not. Uh Old Davies County, Illinois produces more wine per capita than anywhere in the United States. You can look that up. This is good. I live in wine country, too. I live in Murphy, California, and I live in trees, too, and rolling hills, but somehow your place sounds safer, especially if you're there. You know, somehow that would feel better. What do you think? Right. Do you think we should all rush his property? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's snow, but, you know. I know you know, if I I was going to be better that There was a lady on the other call about two weeks ago that was being targeted, and she called me up, and she was crying. And I gave my phone number out, and I felt like an idiot that I did it. But there was another lady that called me that stalked me and, and said I was a perp. And I didn't know what a perp was. Oh, I remember you saying that. She said I was a perp. I thought she said perv. And I'm like, I'm not perverted. She goes, I didn't call you a pervert. I said you were a perv. Did she tell you why? Did she tell you why she thought that? I don't know why. She didn't say. She she said, she said I'm just like the rest of them, and that I've been talking to her boyfriend. And, I'm not going to take you. I joined this group, and in a month, somebody was calling all the monitors and telling them I'm a perp. I said, How can I be a perp? I just joined. I'm only a month old. She said you had been talking to her boyfriend. How would you know her well, boyfriend? She said that I don't know her. She, she lives yeah. in California. Jesus. Oh. Well, we have some pretty oh. crazy people around here. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. there are there are definitely not cases. I, yeah, I, uh, but there's weirdos everywhere, everywhere you go. So, but, uh, but like I said, if anybody, um, seriously, I, I would help somebody out. If, but they have to be safe. I can't have uh, nutcases. Yeah. I, I worry about getting targeted if someone comes and lives on. 
my property, but I guess I'm already been targeted, so what the hell's the difference? Yeah. How big is the <laughs> Yeah, it could be worse. You get the wrong person there, trust me, it could be worse. Oh, how, big is, how big is the cabin? Okay, so it's, uh, it's about 650 square feet, and you got electric fireplace and a um, beautiful bathroom and a, and a galley-style kitchen with a fridge, washer, uh, dishwasher, and then it's a, that's like a giant room. It's got like, it's, it'd be like your living room slash bedroom. It's um, the one big room, and I have got a huge deck it's on the studio back. Line. Yeah, it's like a studio, but it, and then it has a basement, a walkout basement that's separate. I was thinking about cutting a hole in the floor and put a spiral staircase and finishing oh, the basement. Yeah. And it has a new, it's a walkout basement. I thought it comes out under the deck, but it's, it's storage space. You could, it's equal spaces upstairs, and you could store everything you want in there, and it's just beautiful. There's wow. deer here, and the white-tailed deer, they come and they eat, and I, you know, it's wonderful here. It's all wildlife here. What, raccoons, possums, no coyotes, though. I don't think they come around too much. Um, there's bald eagles everywhere. There's bald eagles, um, and it's not far from the Mississippi River, and it's, uh, but uh, but anyway, it's it's nice here, but it's not California. But you can have ice cold winters. It's like 17 degrees outside right now, so it's cold. But, you know, it's well, it's been 19 degrees here in the past, so. Has it really? And where where are you at? In, in Northern California. Oh, okay. Up near like Redding and stuff, or? No, in Murphy's near. Do you know where Sonora is? Or um, eh, where am I near? Um. The wine, I, I don't know where I'm near other than Sonora. That's the biggest town near me. about an hour and a half, or is it an hour and a half north of Yosemite? Are you about an hour oh, and a half? Oh, I'm closer than that. No, I'm closer than that, I think. I'm an hour, okay. I think I'm about an hour and a half from Frisco. She's on the east side. She's even east of Sacramento, like oh, okay. southeast. Uh -huh. Placer Valley, would you say? Are you near Placer no, Valley? I don't have a clue. I'm not looking around much. I'm near... <laughs> Where, um, how far are you from uh, Lodi, California? You know where Lodi is? It's near somewhere. People talk about it. I've heard of it. Germany. Oh, Stuckensee Deutsch. Yeah, natürlich. I was in Rammstein 
in um, the Air Force, Ramstein Air Force. Oh, Guten Tag. Yeah, sicher, yeah, Stuttgart, yeah, And is somebody living there now, or is it available in February? Yeah, it's available anytime. I I, uh, I was going to put it in the paper, but I, um, you know, actually I did put it in the paper. It's actually in, if you go to the newspaper there, you'd see it in the end. What newspaper? Galena something? Galena Gazette. Oh, Galena Gazette, okay. There's also a very nice lady, uh, Vanetta, who is looking for to, to move. And um, do you mind if I give her your emails? You can no, absolutely. I just want someone that I can trust that's clean, that's yeah. good, that's not going to sniff me, and it won't destroy the house. Yes, that's Vanetta won't do that. No, no, no smoking, uh-huh. and uh, no power tools. But <laughs> <laughs> I have a little dog. Is a little dog okay? I have a little dog. I love dogs. Ma'am, I love dogs. Dogs are beautiful. Okay. They're Thank better you. than people. So what, what I'm going to move. It's a new one. He weighs 19 pounds. Minister Schnauzer, Minister Poder. Oh, okay. I have a I have a Minister Schnauzer. Her name is Rosie. I love her. Oh really? Oh my gosh, really? Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, yes, I'm ready to move somewhere else. And you're where right now, ma'am? What? What what county or what, what state are you in? I'm in northern suburb of Chicago. Oh, you're close. Yeah, I am. Have you ever, um, I'm from the suburbs of, western suburbs of Chicago. Do you know, did you ever hear of the uh, German restaurant uh, in Glendale Heights called uh, Schnitzelplatz? Yeah, it's okay. It's like a tourist attraction. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, no, it's, I know. I think the food used to be a lot better years ago, but it's not, it's not the same. But You're there's right. better German restaurants. Wow, okay. Stay in northern suburbs. Well, then you know where Billy is. They had everybody from Chicago. So somewhere. how far, yeah, very interesting for me. How far are you away from Galena? About mm, nine miles, maybe. So, where's the ne- ne- nearest grocery store? Near, nine miles away. Okay, that's okay. It's good. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Very interesting. Very interesting. What is the heating unit? What do you? What kind of heat do you have in there? Um, it's uh, it's actually a, a water. It's water heat. It's like a like a, a boiler. It's so it's wonderful heat. It comes up through the walls. It's the way it's And it's the sewer system? No, it's a septic system, so it's fine. A septic then you have, you have normal, um, and you can have my Wi-Fi because it works over there. It's about, the house is about 100 yards from my house. It's very private, though, and oh, you know, when, okay. the, when the trees come back uh, and all the leaves come on the trees in the spring, you can't, you can't even see the houses apart, you know, so you have a lot of privacy there. Okay, and we we had a, a very big snowstorm last night, and the power went out. It was horrible up here in, in the northwestern part of Chicago. Are the roads plowed out there? We didn't get a drop of snow. I was laughing because they were calling for 14 inches of snow here, and we didn't get not a single snowflake. And if you oh, go wow. about 20 miles from here, they got six inches of snow. It was like the snow line. It was like literally no snow. Yeah, we had a blizzard up here, and she probably downtown didn't get it, but the western suburbs did, and the northern suburbs did big time, and power outages. I, my building was out of power for a long time. It was horrible. Do you need a yeah, there? Okay. Do you have public transportation? 
Um, yeah, you get in your car and you publicize yourself. Oh, there's no, there's no public mm -hmm. transportation. No, there is. Um, if, if you go, uh, the, the view, Iowa is the nearest big city. It's about seventy thousand. It's about um, a twenty-five to thirty-minute drive from here. Um, it's uh, if they do have public transportation there. Well, why do you ask? I know of someone in Milwaukee who's looking for a target who's looking for a, a new place to live, and she's in Milwaukee, and she's an animal lover. Oh, and, there you uh, go. So I'll, my name is Anne, and I'll, I'll I'll send you an email about it, Mark. Thank you. No, that's fine. And, and like I said, I just I I want someone. I got all the I put the ad in the paper and I've got nothing but weirdos calling me. And I mean I seriously mean that. I, I can't believe it. I I had a guy that called me and he goes, Yeah, he goes, uh he goes, I'm waiting, uh, I think I'm gonna get a, a you know, a, 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 a approved for disability, but would you know, would you take twenty bucks and let me pay the rest a month later? And I'm like, What the hell is that? You know, and then he's like, I, I do smoke weed, but you know, it's for medicinal. I said, Okay, well if you smoke weed that's fine, but but then he says, and I do, you know, I do um, party a lot, you know, and stuff. So I'm like, oh my God. And then I had, an, I had a lady call me, and um, she said that um, she's looking for refuse because her boyfriend um, is, is an ex-con, and he does a lot of destruction and keys her car and try to start her house on fire. So I really want someone like that living in my place, you know. Yeah, you're just lucky they're telling you this up front and not after a month. Ago. Well, yeah, that's true. Why? I have a question. The Wi-Fi, that's pretty strong then. If there's some, I'm like EMF sensitive. I don't have Wi-Fi. I'm all plugged in. Well, you need um, to be when you're in the, in the cabin. Your wi you've got a pretty strong Wi-Fi. If you're 100 feet away from this cabin, it's going to be shooting into the cabin, right? Well, but here's the good news. I, I am plugged it when I go to bed at night because I don't have that stuff frying me. Like right. I'm starting to say it will be penetrating into the cabin, right? Well, no, I, no, no, no. It's not in the cabin. It's, it's at my house. So it's in your house, and you said the cabin was 100 feet away? 100 yards, 100 yards away. Right. Like a whole okay. football field. Like so that Wi-Fi. And you have your own driveway, too. It's a separate driveway. It's a totally separate property. I understand, but Wi-Fi does go at least, uh, Wi-Fi goes about 100 feet from what I understand. Yeah, well, this goes, you can, get it, you can get it over there because my daughters went over there and they live here at home with me. I have a daughter in college and another daughter finishing her last year of high school, so they live here with me. So it's my dogs and my daughters, and that's it, and me. And I do I have I have shotgun I have a shotgun and I have a nine millimeter so I I protect the house very well. I'm just saying if there's perpetrators that come by, I the Wi-Fi your router, your Wi-Fi router. You have a router, right? Yes, I do. It's a U.S. cellular. And you're a hundred yards away, so I'm telling you that that router goes that far to the cabin. Wi-Fi is going into that cabin. Right, but when I unplug it, it doesn't. I understand. Not... Right? Yeah, but if I tried to reach it on my phone, if I turned on my Wi-Fi on my phone, I bet I couldn't. I bet I couldn't connect to his Wi-Fi. I bet I couldn't. Well, then, yeah, you could because my daughter connected to it. She put the password oh, over yeah. the cabinet, and it, and it works. 
And okay. that's and okay, thank you. That's that yeah, no, but but here's the good news. This thing's not, you know, I mean, you gotta tell me whoever moves here, I'll leave it on. Like I try not to have it plugged in when I'm not here. But if I know someone's gonna be there, I have it plugged in. And there, here's the good news. There's a smart meter, but here's the great news about it. It's 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 near the road, and it's about 200 yards from both houses, and 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 um, and it, it's it's directing itself out towards the road. And then I I built a shield around the back side of it, so I've got a foil shield on the back, oh, so it can't be on the back. Can't they, um, uh, that's smart. Can't can't you guys like I opted out of a smart meter and got no. A they won't do it out there. I went to the, I went to the meetings uh, to Joe Carroll Energy, and they threw me out of the meeting. And I went back to another meeting. They wouldn't even let me in, and I was going to get a lawyer and sue them because I started to tell them about how bad they are for everybody, and and they they I think they took the microphone away from me, and they said, "Well, um, you need to leave." <laughs> in Illinois, then you can't be here and call it. Now we have to pay for it. I had to pay for 36 months, $10 a month to opt out, but I have an analog meter. And yeah, you can do great. that. You can opt well, out. You in, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just asking for you. you know, no, I tried to opt out, and they won't let you. Not, not here. Um, Joe Carroll Energy is a, is a, um, it's a co-op energy. They're part of Alliance. And they buy their energy from Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois. You know, Commonwealth Edison is in the Chicago area. And ironically, Joe Carroll Energy only has two counties in Illinois, and I happen to live in the one that they have. They're very corrupt. And uh, the ComEd will let you opt out. My sister has ComEd in the suburbs. She has to pay $21 a month to have an analog meter. For how long? Forever. I mean, she just has to keep paying $20 a month. Well, each year they changed it to 36 months. But if you move, you have to start all over again. Wow. It's a racket. Well, here's the real good news for anyone that moves out here. You don't have to have any utilities put in your name. So if you're trying to get away from people following you, they won't know where you're at because you're not going to have the Wi-Fi in your name. You won't have any electric bill and you won't have any heating bill. So that's a good thing if you're looking at just that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. And you're smart covering your smart meter. That was good. Well, you know, well, I know they'll know where I'm at, but at least you're willing to have a TI there. You're somebody who understands us. You have a well. You're self-sufficient. You don't have people around you. You're on 12 acres. It's a very good deal, I think. It's a good deal. Well, you won't have you won't have any. Uh, there's no uh, helicopters flying around here or drones or anything like that. Uh, that's a good thing. I mean, I heard some TIs talk about drones. You know, there's a woman, I think it's Connie, and Connie talks about it in Connecticut. She says there's drones that fly outside of her windows and stuff, and I, man, that would never happen here. Number one, you'd see them, you'd hear them, um, and uh, there's, it's, it, you can't hear a pin drop at night. It's pretty freaky. You go out at night, it's pitch black, and uh, you can hear, like, crackling in the forest, and, you know, there's animals walking around down there, but you don't know what they are. I mean, it's kind of freaky, though. It's also, oh, I love, I love that kind of living. <laughs> so it's Mike, B-A-K-3-0, at yahoo.com. What is yep. the square footage? It's about 600, I'd say 600 square feet. You have a basement that's not finished, but it's a, it's a but the foundation is only about 10 years old because that cabin, from what I understood, okay. Was, was built somewhere else, and they moved it here. 
Um, okay. It, it is, it's called the pastor's cabin. It has a wooden sign above it. It's called the pastor's cabin. And it used to be at a church camp. And the, apparently the pastor and his wife stayed there. Well, that got moved from another location mm-hmm. to this property. So they built a brand new foundation when they moved it here. But it was, it and was how, how many miles from Galena? About nine or ten, like I said. About nine oh, that's miles. good. That's very good. Very good. I like it. I like it. Have you ever been out here before? Yes, of course. I've been to Galena. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. It's not legal. Oh, yes. It does not feel like going. It's like the hills of Tennessee or something. It's totally right, different. Exactly. You're away from that corrupt shithole of Chicago. <laughs> For sure. Is somebody living there right now? Is it vacant? No. No, but it's been empty since I bought the property last year. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I'll contact you. My name is Bridget. Yeah, okay, Bridget. Oh, there's a there's another German lady that lives uh, actually probably three, four miles up the road. You guys would probably get along really good. She's from Germany. Too. Really? Oh, wow, interesting. Her, husband, her, her husband's American, but she met him. He was in the Army, I guess. Okay, yeah, very, very interesting, very interesting. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, but so I, I mean, do, do you guys think that I'm targeted then, knowing all that stuff that's happening? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You don't get burnt or anything, though, huh? You just get things. You get stuff. Well, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. This is kind of freaky because I get paranoid now about stuff. And I actually, um, so when I moved here, um, well, my mom and dad, uh, they passed away, but it's, so the house is in my name, but the, you know, so obviously they're going to find it, they know where it is, but, but I have my utilities in my sister's name because I freaked out because when I went to Joe Carroll Energy and I had that huge argument with them and they, you know, I swear to God, my, my electric rates, this was two years ago after they removed me from the, you know, the meeting. And, you know, I was exposing their smart meter bullshit. They, uh, I, I told them that, and they, they actually, um, they, you know, after they removed me, my electric rates, like, doubled. So, yeah, so what I did was I put the electric in my sister. I asked her, she's, oh, long as you pay the bill every month, I don't care. But I put it in her name. It's a totally different name because she's married. And the rates are wonderful. I mean, they're still high, but they're... Oh, wow. Yeah, and I didn't do that because I thought I was targeted. I just, I know what happened after I left that meeting. My bills, I swear to God, my bills went from, they were averaging about $160 a month. And, stuff. and, it, and that was like in June. And then I got my bill in August, and it was $291. And I'm like, okay, how is this possible? How is that possible? And then they kept going up, and I and I I called them up. I complained, oh no, this is how it is. And I, actually, you should be happy with this morning because we can really detect how much power. Yeah, sure you can. You got the same thing. I don't even have a smart meter really like that. Oh, we changed your meter. It's better. That's why. Oh yeah. You have been paying all this time. <laughs> so Bridget, if you're still on the phone, are you still on the phone, Bridget? I'm still here. Okay, well, let me ask you, just so I, if you do happen to be the one who would run it, I, um, you don't have, like, uh, like black SUVs following you and stuff, do you? 
No, 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 nothing like that. It's a perp and above me, perp and above me. Okay. No, that's fine. I just was curious. I, um, because I do, I, some of these target individuals say they have like meth in black, you know, like literally the meth. No, 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 I don't have any of that, no. Okay. I have a lot of targeting going on, but I don't have that. Okay. But the only problem is I'm on this telephone right now where the perp above me knows everywhere where I call. That's my problem. He knows everything I do, where I go, where, whatever, whatever. My phone is being blocked. Oh, that, that's hey, another problem. I don't have the address. I didn't give you the address yet. So, and I and he can't tell you where I'm. I'm talking. And I I got a secret phone. I got another phone, a secret phone. But they found out about it as well because when I go on my secret phone, it'll say we're about ready to leave. So that tells me they already got my secret phone. I don't know how they do that. I try to be very secret. With a private phone, it's not one. It's bought privately. With cash, the, I don't know how they found that out, but they find out everything. You just can't get away from these people no matter what you do. It's awful, awful disgusting. Are you are you retired then? Yeah, I'm retired. I'm still a realtor, but I'm retired, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you'd have a fire if you don't have to work. I mean, it's... You know, I work. No, I, I I don't have to. I don't have to work now. Hmm. Could you exchange uh, address information through Derek? Well, I got his email number. I can contact him. Might be a case review at Yahoo. I can contact him. Yeah, the best thing to do would probably. Uh, I wonder if we, if we did something. Um, say I have a PO box. And uh, but okay. if you do mail, they would probably read your mail with things. So how can you do this secretly? I have no idea. I mean, now everything is out in the open with a phone call. They got your email. They know who, who you are. You don't do anything secretly anymore. We don't get that. Well, oh, that's a problem. What can you do? You can't. You cannot disappear from these people. You well, you can just take a target and reduce. You'll be in a new place with another target close by. That helps. Yeah, yeah. And it's more remote. It's not the big city because I'm in the big city right now. Yeah, yeah. Just don't go to the mechanic in that other town and get your car fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and never leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't leave it there. Don't oh, leave it <laughs> Is there a garage, by the way, a garage? No, there's no garage. You know what? That's what sucks. I'm going to probably have one built in the spring for myself, mm. but there is no garage, unfortunately. But you okay. know what? I mean, it's, you got to okay. get, I mean, you got your car, or do you just have one car, or? I have one car, yeah, right. Well, there's room for oh, Nothing is perfect. I realize that in life, you have to make, I mean, I, my life has, my life since this happened to me with the targeting, my life turned around 100 degrees. Before that, I had a good life, no problems, and now I have a different life. So now I'm just trying to survive. I love nature. You know, it's a different story. It's a different scenario. You have to live a different life. You well, have to accept that. You'll have hummingbirds. I've got hummingbird feeders on all. Really? Oh, nice. Oh my God! You'll have them. I mean, they're beautiful. There, there's only one kind of hummingbird that comes back every year. It migrates from South America, and it's. Um, uh, 
Galena is wonderful, so nine miles. I can go into Galena a lot. Galena is wonderful. Oh, they are wonderful. There is even a German restaurant there that's really nice. Oh, my God. That's a tourist city, yeah. Well, and actually, the, the, the hummingbirds, there's a hummingbird store in the Galena. Oh, beautiful. Very prevalent. Um, but hummingbirds are, I, I didn't know this, there's only, I think, two types in North America. And, uh, yeah, but they're, they're wonderful creatures. I mean, that's, and the whole, you know, watch out, you might think it's a drone. So you have this in, you have it in the Galena Gazette for a while. I mean, it's very, very, it's actually very reasonable what you're offering it for. It's very reasonable, I'm surprised, but you have probably have a gazillion people contacting you. I got a lot of phone calls and I don't, I, this, after talking to a few people, I'm like, I'm not even going there with this because these people are all weirdos. I can't, I, I, no, I've got my kids live here. My daughters live here. I can't have Right, them. right, right. You have to be careful. Well, I'm by myself with my dog, so it's just me and my dog. Oh, that's, you'll love it. And there's actually trails. I have trails here. Um, you can walk through the woods. I have actual four-foot-wide trails. There's miles. Is it safe? Walk. Is it oh, safe, yeah. Very thick forest. I mean, watch out for ticks because there's ticks everywhere. And Lyme disease is real prevalent here. Um, oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Put, uh, put some um, cedarwood oil on you uh, or some citronella mm -hmm. and then uh, and then go out and then you'll be good. Put it on your dog, too. Put citronella on your dog. And, right, and right. You won't, you won't get any ticks. They have citronella dog collars now. Do they really? I think I, think I saw that. Or cats? Yeah. I saw, I saw that somewhere. Wait, one mm -hmm. About those hummingbirds. I used to have hummingbirds at my last house, and I loved them. The interesting thing is those little babies are dive bombers. If it, 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 It's like they want to go for the food, and if one gets in their way, they look so dainty and sweet and little pretty little things, but get in their way when they want to eat, and oh, my God, they're just mm -hmm. dive bombers, don't you think? Yeah, they are. They are. They're pretty. They're they're so awesome. I mean, yeah, they they do fight over the food. But you'll have, I sit outside here on my deck, and I'll have like um, I'll have like seven or eight or nine of them just come, and they'll they'll be out there while you're sitting there. They'll yeah. they'll, they'll come while you're sitting there. Um, yeah. And, they just uh, and come to my house. They just come to my house. Go ahead. Oh my God. Where do you live in California? Well, in my last house, it was gorgeous. God, I wish I'd never left it. If they would fly in, I had these huge windows, and and lower and upper, and they would play, and then they would try to fly out the window, and so I'd get my ladder, and I'd start music, nice music, and I'd calmly walk up there, little guys, and they would let me pick them up by the little backside, take them down, and let them, and they just zap away, you know? It, no, they're, wow. They can be very friendly little devils. Wow, and they, you know, this was in Northern California? Yeah, well, it's Middle in Cambria. I don't know if you know where Cambria is. It's um, near San Luis Obispo, a little north of San Luis. Oh yeah, Obispo. yeah. Okay, so you're you're like you're north of Fresno, kind of. Yeah, I don't even know where. But yeah, I think so. And it was that's where I lived some years ago that I left. <laughs> I just wish I hadn't been anyway. That was so cool that they would let me pick them up. I just loved that, you know. Yeah, actually, I just gave my phone number away because everybody that they go to that Galena Gazette, you could see my phone number in the ad. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. They're, they already, come on. They know already. Yeah, they know everything. We'd love but to that's all right. That's my, that's my secondary phone. That's not the one I'm on right now. I have another phone. Uh, but but um, the, isn't it amazing that in California, you know, you're 2,000 miles away, you've been on the East Coast, and you still you still have the same. You, you have you have uh, oak trees here. You got oak trees in California. You got oak trees in New Jersey. I mean, you've got hummingbirds here. And then I was laughing because I didn't know this because when I I grew up in Illinois, we always had dandelions in our yard. You know, weeds that grow. I got dandelions are everywhere. And I said, they have them in California. Yeah, there's dandelions in oh, California. Yeah. And those thistle weeds and um, and what do they call it, things, stinging nettles. We got those everywhere out here. Yeah, we've but, had uh, them out here, but not so much anymore. Yeah, the fires burn them all up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and dandelions have some kind of medicinal quality. I don't know what it is. I don't remember, but they have they're medicinal for some purpose. I just said that, you know. Don't throw. Yeah, so is marigold. Uh, if you get a chance, drink some marigold tea. Really? Marigold is unbelievably medicinal for you, yeah. Huh. Huh. They also repel snails. I just thought I'd let you know. Yeah, and another thing I didn't even notice, California does not, did you know that the palm tree, there's only one palm tree that's native to California. All those other ones that you yeah. see yeah. are that are in Southern California uh, and even up in, is there any in Frisco? I don't remember. But all those palm trees you see are all from like the from like the Caribbean and stuff. They're not from California. No wonder they're so expensive. <laughs> and they are. The suckers cost a lot. Well, they're in Arizona too, and they're definitely not native to Arizona. Huh. That's for sure. Hey guys, uh, Josh this has been online. Good evening. Hi. This has been. I could hardly get a word, and it's, it's already eleven o'clock. It must be. Now, damn it, I kept calling your name and you didn't answer. Oh, well, I've been on at least for the last 45 minutes. Oh, it was about an hour and a half ago. I'm oh, sorry, um, I'm an asshole. I got <laughs> talking no, about having, I apologize to you. We've been having a nice conversation, Derek. Thank you for letting well, me know. I know you have. I've been listening, um, and it's, uh, it has been a very lively evening. Gosh, and all the laughter and everything. So this has been a nice call, and you guys have kept up a lot of energy tonight. Gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It felt good tonight. Thank you, Derek. Elmer thought I'd be moving to Illinois until I heard about the Wi-Fi. You know, you know what's well, interesting, Derek, is that your call always, and when it's done, I feel good. That's not the way some of their calls are, and that's why I'm so look forward to your call. Me too. Yeah. And the bunnies. Yeah. And the bunnies. Yeah. And the bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> the bunnies report. Well, yeah. Um, and the bunnies are still waiting for Aunt Linda's bunny feeder. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going on a long trip. Hey, 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 I'm going on. A, I'm going out on Monday to to do some things, and I will take my bunny feeder with me. <laughs> Go to the post office. Hey, Derek, real quick, I, I want to say with the smart meter, by, not the smart meter, the Wi-Fi, to the woman that made the remark about the Wi-Fi, actually, I just thought of something. The Wi-Fi was, was in my living room on, on the main level facing the cabin, which is about 100 yards away, and I moved that to the basement about two weeks ago, and it's on the other side of the house, 
So there's a good chance the Wi-Fi won't get over there. And so I could check it to see. I can actually check tomorrow. But there's a good chance it might not. It might not because the signal, I don't think, is real strong over there. So if you're can concerned. Can send you um, get a modem and set up a computer plugged in out there? I mean, could you do that? Is that what you're asking me? I mean, if it's available. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, it would be. You're talking about to, to like underground fiber optic cable, right? Yes. It's it's not here yet. It will be available. They're gonna they're running it on the uh, in February. Oh oh really? Okay. February. Well, you do not need Wi-Fi either, you know. And that's what I mean. That's why I'm gonna get rid of this thing because I call it the desktop. Oh okay. They might have boosters for you if you want. If you want. Oh. I know that my neighbors have them because their Wi-Fi's are very strong in my house. A booster to eliminate your, oh my God, yeah, it would be best. Yeah, it would be a lot cheaper than running new. But you're better lines. doing the plug-in. It would be a lot cheaper than running new lines, you know? Yeah, but help what, you've got to get rid of the wireless stuff. You're, yeah, you horrible. set yourself up. Everything wireless can be hacked. Everything. Yep. There's no smart meters in the house. I mean, no smart meters and no smart appliances. Oh, and by the way, there is this pack of a washer and dryer in the, in the cabin. So, you know. Yeah, you got the little thing around it. And what's nice is the uh, water heat. I like that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a dry heat. It's moist heat. It's actually nice. Derek, are you in California? Yes, he is. Uh, yes, I am. I'm in Southern California. Come on out, man. Come over here and live in the cabin. I I, uh, I used to live in Southern California. He loves California. He loves it. Oh, my gosh. I keep having an eye circle before I get there. <laughs> what what, what, uh, what part? You live in San Diego? I live in 29 Palms. Okay. Oh, my God. That's beautiful there. Yeah. Yeah, it's the desert. And, um, and it's a, it's a nice culture. I, I like it here. Well, Marine Base is right there. Yes, it is. Marine Base. <laughs> and, um, yeah, a friend of mine from the Air Force used to live in, he was in a town called Needles, California. Do you know where Needles is? Yes. Um, they just, they just uh, got a mayor there that is GI friendly, actually. Oh, wow. So, for those of if there are TIs there, they could they could state their case to the mayor. He's a I was informed that he's a private investigator and so and he's helped some TIs. So he's familiar with the situation. There should be some things happening for TIs that live in that city if you if you know some. Um, so I've been trying to um, inform people about I haven't encountered two eyes there yet. So, uh, anyway, um, I just want to, uh, to let everyone know that it's been a really interesting conversation tonight. We've talked about everything, uh, including the moon and Mars and, uh, <laughs> and then the bike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Derek, I just want to say one thing to you. Um, don't take Mark, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Rich, personally, um, he's backing off because I emailed him to see if he would be interviewed, and he's just not talking anymore. So don't take that comment personally is what I'm saying.
Okay. Well, guys, um, I guess we can wrap up for tonight. Appreciate you guys being here. Thanks. Uh, Ryan's number, I guess the, the uh, the Lounge Group open. Yes, it's open. Uh, it's 1605-562-0444. Call ID 1254724. Again, it's 1605-562-0444. Call ID 1254724. I'll repeat it again if anybody else needs me to. Okay. All right, so thank you, Derek. Have a good night. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hey guys, hey guys. 
Where's everybody at? It's, it's getting old right here, starting to show. Nobody's got calling in. It's getting old. Very old. I think I'm going to go ahead and turn the chat function all the way off so people call in. Are you here? I am here. Yeah, I, I got to find his toys real quick. Let me find that real quick. Who? That noise. <laughs> Somebody's got oh, God, is that me again? I'm going to go. 
I'm not doing this anymore. I don't know if it's my perps or what, but this is a different phone. This is a good head headset, just letting you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I wish I could turn that up. I, I don't hear it. Yeah. I, yeah. Why are That's you. Yes, man, you're such a cocksucker. Why did you write stuff like that about people in the chat? You want these if you don't have any respect for anybody else, and you should, y'all don't have any for yourself. Are they talking about me? I really don't <laughs> care. Now, now you come in here and talk about everybody. And if one of the same, I, I've never seen you in here, if you got any... Uh, Thoughts about uh, trying to meet people on this show, your ass will be gone real quick if that's you. It says your call has ended. I think I think they mis- mis- misunderstood where I wanted to go. Okay. I don't know what it's t- It just said call has ended, and then it brought me in. TI support, Linda Costanzo. T.I. support, <laughs> what the hell is that? Okay, I don't know. Here we go. We're going to go back and come back in. All right, here we go. <clears throat> okay. Oh, man. This damn phone. Late Night Lounge, there we go. Yeah. Come on, baby. I've been seriously considering turning the chat function all the way off in the chat to where the people be forced to call in. Seems like nobody wants to call the news line around in the chat. I hear something in the background. That's my police scanner. Oh. Okay. Oh, have you heard from Kyle? No. Hmm. In fact, but I but his phone number is off my caller ID, and oh, his yeah, phone that's... number is on my other computer that doesn't no longer likes to start up. So I'm not. I'm, you know, I mean, it's like you know. Now all of a sudden, I can't figure out how to get into your call. What the hell? Well, he was in here last night. He just didn't talk any. Was he? Oh, bless his heart. And I got that phone. Their phone is like seven feet away from him. It's still doing that. This thing must have a high-powered microphone. Oh, man. Damn it. Let's Okay, come on, guys. Don't mess with me. They're doing weird things. They're making it hard to get into your call, by the way. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I don't want you to in because there's so much truth discussed over here. Damn it. 
Okay, here we are. We have somebody else from 209. Is that Uncle Uncle Chris? I don't know if there's somebody else from 209 area code. Uncle Chris. Well, I, we're talking, talking about um, Derek's bunnies. I'm Aunt Linda, and Chris over in my area is, is Uncle Chris. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. I guess 10 is an idiot, by the way. I just want you to know that. No, they've left. Damn, it's goddamn. Yeah. If guest ten would be brave enough to speak up, like like on the call, don't you love the people who don't have, aren't brave enough to talk, come in here and criticize people? Just find that amazing, boring, or just boring. Look when I come back to them. Uh, that's what I think about you, you little cocksucker. Talking about guest ten, guest ten. Yeah. <laughs> He's a moron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't um, miss words. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, come on, four two, four two three is here. Who's four two three? Did That's I hear? A, did I hear an inkling of, of Kyle there for a second? I could have been. Um, a little bit of Kyle. No? I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> Sounds familiar. History. Uh, I don't want to look at your bullshit in the chat room. Yes, Tim, why don't you grab a rag and light it on fire and shove it in your mouth and just die already? Or another orifice. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I used that insole that Neil used. I got that off of Neil. I heard him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> then he lied and said he didn't say it. Embarrassing. <laughs> oh, good. He didn't want people thinking of him. He said it, it was funnier. Hell, he, you know, he was, I was back when I used to listen to Neil's call. He was over there talking to somebody, and Brian, too. Came over the top of it and said, uh, yeah. "Government talking points propaganda." And Neil was like, "Could you please just go die somewhere? Could you like <laughs> grab a bag and not it and fire and shove it in your mouth and just die?" <laughs> well, he came on Derek's call tonight too. I think it was tonight. Oh, was he? Or, or maybe it was <laughs> Saturday. But but Derek said, "No, you're not going to do this, Brian. He says you're mentally ill." <laughs> I said, you're just not going to come in here, call me names, and then think you're going to take over my call. You're not going to do it. And he would just mute him. Oh, did Brian, too, call Derek ill, mentally ill? No, Derek called Brian, too, mentally ill. Oh. Um, well, he said, you know, just not going to take it from you. Um, good for him. You know, Brian thinks he... Runs the universe, and he doesn't. Of course, I shouldn't be talking about him. Lonnie won't go after me again. 
I'm sick and tired of hearing you talk about Brian too. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome, three one four. Welcome, Deb. One of that Deb. Hi, Deb. Oh, yeah, maybe Deb will call in. I need, to, I need to get in the shower real quick. You need what? Get in the shower. <laughs> you know me. You're a shower taker. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I get in there just stand in that hot water and stretch a little bit. Oh, my God, it feels good. Love it. Three, one, four. Mary. Mary, hey, Whitey, is that Whitey? No. Okay, how hey, hey, you doing, Mary? You kind of sound good. Like how me. are you? Good, 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 good. Is that Mary? Yeah. My friend Mary? No. Well, not I don't know she... Okay. No, not Whitey. Okay. Whitey ain't been in a couple of nights, so. Oops. Or noble truth is say wall again. Yeah. Hey Mary, Mr. would you do me a huge favor and, and keep uh Miss Linda entertained here while you're getting a shower? <laughs> and I'll be on talk to you guys. Sure. <laughs> Hi Mary. This is Hi. Linda. Hi, honey. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh. Okay, if I just figure out how I can, Mike, I just let my house pile up. I just, like, whoa, can't believe this. It's just piling up ahead of me, and I don't seem to care, you know? So other than that, I'm good, huh? How's your life? Oh, it's doing all right. I've been figuring out a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess everybody knows the gas and just makes you so tired. And make sure not be able to think. And um, and I mean, I I see where it comes out of my both of my neighbors' house. Yeah, but I, yeah. You know, there's not the really anything you can do about it. You know, the actual well, fo- my, go outside and smoke a cigarette. Um, I'm sorry, I'm the actual what? You know, when I go out and smoke, I always smell the gas and the fumes. And they oh. even have this like wind, wind thing that blows really hard. Well, I I see where on both sides where they come where they come from. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But like I said, there's not really anything you can do about it. No. I, I, I do anything for it and call the. Call the police. If you call the police and say you're crazy, what? Yeah, you know, the thing is, they'll stop doing it, you know? When you call the police, the police will get there, and then nothing will be going on, and then they'll say, what, are you crazy? Right? Is that what you're concerned about? Well, yeah, and, um, I mean, the guy next door, where the, you know, where your water runs down, the white thing, um, your drain spout, um, okay down at the bottom of it, it lights up, oh. and uh, the guy in the story has a, a wall, and you see where it comes out, it looks like a hose head, 
in his wall, and that's where his comes out. I mean, you can see them, but you, you know, the priests aren't going to know what it is. Yeah, I know. So I think that's process, a progress that I've, and then yeah. in my doorway, when you come in, there's yeah. screws missing, that metal thing where you walk up to oh. go into your door, and, and um, stuff comes out of that. Well, I think that is proof. When they remove your screws, that's not okay. Huh? But, like, how do you prove it? I mean, huh? there's no way to prove that they came, you know, removed screws out of my... Anyways, I'm figuring out a lot of stuff. Yeah, but odds are, I think it's good to talk about that stuff because odds are um, you're not going to be put... But you're not going to be taking screws out of the door jam, you know, that's, we don't do things like that. Why would you, you know? Yeah, have you noticed a lot of your outlets only have like one screw? Oh, Like the no, one behind the couch has oh, one screw, no. the one in my daughter's bedroom, one screw, and um, the one behind the refrigerator, huh. one screw. Huh. So, um, yeah, they, I... I've been noticing a lot lately. I, um, I notice that light when light switches, when they aren't working anymore, or when they're real soft, they don't really click. You know, there's something there, and they just did that to my, to one of my kitchen area lights. Um, you know, when it's, you know what I mean? It doesn't click. It just yeah. kind of moves up and down softly. Yeah, they yeah. mess with that. Yeah, yeah. Not cute. Do you feel electricity in your house during the day really bad? Or at night? Some, I hear tinnitus, and uh, in the morning sometimes when I, yeah, when I get out of bed, I feel it, especially on my feet in the lower leg area. You know, I feel yeah. kind of that buzzing feeling, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't make noise. It just it just feels like it's right, right. kind of vibrating, buzzing, you know? And that's, um, that can't be healthy. But every morning when I pray, the gas comes on, the fumes. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, it comes on. And um, and then the electricity comes on. I mean, it's my whole house is just, so I boil water. I like candles. Um, I figure that will kind of evaporate some of the electricity. Um, but, yeah, it's like. They're trying to make me not pray. It's not going to work. But I notice, too, when I pray, the fumes and everything or whatever it is, it makes you, like, hard to concentrate. Yes. Well, they'll all, yeah. So, so they're, they're trying, too. yeah. Go ahead. You yeah. know it's good for the frequencies? Those huh. uh, howling pumpkin lights that you put on the side of a pumpkin? Those are really good for frequencies. Frequency. The what lights? I don't know what those lights are. You know, you know, when you buy a pumpkin and you want to light it up, it's a round orange thing that you put batteries in, you press it, and these three lights, it's like a strobe light, and you put them inside of a pumpkin. Oh, strobe lights are, no, strobe lights are good. I understand that strobe lights yeah. do, do tend to interfere with them, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, these are like dollar store ones that you can just put in your windows and stuff. Yeah. And the batteries oh. will last forever. 
Oh. Um, hmm. Come on, baby. Come so, on, Jack. So next time we buy you a bunch of them. I have like four of them. Like I said, you can get them at the dollar store. Okay. Now, what I would just ask for for strobe lights, <clears throat> right? No, they're in a dollar store with the, all the Halloween stuff, and they're they're okay. a, a round orange thing. I mean, you I put don't inside know. a pumpkin. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen them before. No, I don't oh, okay. know exactly, but I would I can find out. Strobe lights yeah, in any event. I guess. You know, right, and I those do really have strobe good. Yeah. But do you get the little lights, like, all over? I can't explain myself. They're, they're like okay. little lights. Yeah. And I have them, like, in my trees, in my neighborhood. All the cars have these lights on them. They have the regular lights, but then they have these lights on. And um, they're just all over. I'm just... I'm wondering if you ever notice them. I don't think so. Are you talking about mm-hmm. little Christmas tree lights? No, they're like... I can't explain what they are. Sorry. What they look like. Yeah. Tell, tell, maybe, maybe Ryan can tell me when he gets back, you know? Yeah. To him, he'll probably know. Oh, sweetie, here. So are you in California? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's awful. What's been happening with California? Fires are pretty scary. Yeah. But, you know, we are here, and it is what it is. And I wish I'd never moved here, but I did. And, um, boy, a big mistake. But my brother and sister-in-law said, come on up here. We'll be, we'll take care of you. And then I said, yeah, well, I've got all these documents, and I don't know how they, oh, John will come down and get them for you. Don't worry. These are documents I've been protecting with my life for 20 years to make me safe. And uh, he came down, he picked them up for me, and uh, then he gave them to somebody else, and they picked a fight with me when I started asking where the documents were, and then they went away. And that was like six years ago. And oh. <laughs> and it was it just, um, and it's a little nowhere town. I don't know where anything is. It's hard to find anything. Uh, you know, but it is what yeah. it is. It was the worst thing that I could have ever done, and it was I was pushed out by my brother. And we'll be, we'll take, we'll be right there with you. We'll protect you from all that targeting. Yeah, they were part of it. You know, they joined in. Do you think they're mind controlled? No, I think they're evil. My brother was was my brother. Has always felt that he was entitled pretty much to anything he wanted, you know. And um, in fact, one time my father called me and said, "Be careful, John wants to take your business from you." That you know. And um, yeah. my brother just intended to take my business from me. He just thought he got to do that, you know. So that's the kind yeah. of person he is. 
Oh, no, I don't think it was mind control. I think people, I don't go for that mind control that much. I just think people are who they are, and they get talked into doing some ugly stuff. And, um, you know, I think there are more people around that will cooperate with that than we'd like to think there are. And um, I just, you know, just what I think. How long have you been targeted, huh? Um, what I've noticed is like a year and a half. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we have no choice. Well, yeah. 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 I'm brushing my teeth. But I was I was Mm -hmm. telling somebody, um, my oldest daughter, she's 43, and when I was in the hospital having her, um, I was only 17, so I didn't really know what was going on, but I remember... I was in there for an asthma attack when I was eight months pregnant. And I was getting um, rolled down the hall in a in a hospital bed. And then I was in this room, and there was this man and this woman there. And they were trying. They were hurting the back of my leg. And it was hurting really, really bad. And I'd wake up, and this man and this woman were doing something in the back of my leg. So I start kicking them, and then I'd fall asleep. Well, then it would start hurting the bad again. So I would start kicking them, and then I'd fall back to sleep. Well, you know, when I woke up the next day, I was, I didn't really think about it, you know. And then the years go by. Every time that spot in the back of my leg would hurt, I would remember that. I was like, so I'm like, this, that must have been really real that these people were doing that. And right before I got targeted, that part of the back of my leg was really hurting bad. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if, if I even believe in these chip things. I don't know what I believe, what I don't, who I trust, who I don't trust. Do you think they want your baby? No, because um, they weren't messing with my stomach. They were messing, like, right where your knee is, right below it in the back, is where, like I said, over the years, every once in a while it hurts really bad. And I would think about what happened, and I'm like, because I used to think, well, maybe they're after my baby, but then I'm thinking maybe it's a chip, maybe, you know, because people say they've been targeted their whole lives, which I don't know. I don't understand none of it. So I think about that. Well, maybe that is a chip, and maybe... I have been targeted for a long, long time. So I say a year and a half. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, interesting. Like, the more you hear, the more you hear on these calls, the more it, it reminds you of something. It's like, oh, my God, that was going on then, you know? And little by little by little, I realized that my husband was absolutely a target. His partner... Mm-hmm had targeted him, and because he wanted to take the profits from the firm. And, um, and when my husband died, then it was my turn, you know. Wow. 
Well, where is your husband? Where is his partner? At? Is he still alive? I think he died. I hope so. Yeah. Or he's near death. So yeah. that's, that's fine by me. Really bad guy. You think? You think no. your targeting will stop? Oh, I know. No, I know. I had to sue him for my husband's um, portion of the firm, and um, that became a mess. I mean, once he, if he dies, you think your targeting will stop? No. No. He, I think what they do is they sell you to somebody else, kind of, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? They, um... ...to enlist, and they, they, they cooperate with each other, and... You know, he was a big, a big, he felt he was a very important lawyer, and he thought he was very, um, very prestigious. And the fact that I sued him and put all of the cards on the table is what upset him, because his reputation was no longer pristine, you know? It was all out there yeah. in public documents, and he was furious, you know? Curious. Yeah. How dare I? And, um, you know, <laughs> how dare I? Well, you don't get to steal. And I don't, I don't know if he's dead or not. Um, it won't stop. Uh, we're in something that... We're in it. Yeah, I think you're cutting up. Am I cutting out? Sorry. No, actually, oh. I'm just kind of like, I'm just like talking kind of in <laughs> sporadically. I wasn't talking very clearly. I'm trying to get my breath out, to put in my hair, to do something to keep this. Jesus. Vitamins for the night. Mary, where are you from? What? Me? I'm from St. Louis. Oh. Is it nice there? In St. Louis. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I don't think there's a lot of uh, eyes here. Yeah, you do. What? You don't think there's a lot of eyes here? Targeted individuals. Mm-hmm. I pretty much get it all. Especially when I talk on this uh, radio station, everything I say that um, it's helpful. I'm not saying anything anymore. Now they tend to, if you talk about what you, what helps you, it stops helping yep. you. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, go places. A million headlights, a million. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to let them um, keep me in my house. There's no way. I go outside, I get electronically, whatever. I caught being zapped at least 10 times. My head, my shoulder, my leg. Mm, but I'm like, I, I figured out a way to stop that too, but I'm not going to say it um, because they'll figure out something else. But yeah, um, no, I, I do, I go, no, I'm not going to let these people. I was in Aldi's one day and I got electronically in my neck twice really, really hard. I just act like nothing happened. You know, I'm not going to. No. Let him run your life. Yeah? No. And then um, when I sat outside and smoked, there's a truck that's down the street. It took me like three times to figure it out. And he had his headlight on. And then when the truck and the car behind it starts and they're able to do something that the truck, I know that sounds crazy. The headlight, it just shoots me right in my neck. So, um... It doesn't sound crazy. They can do anything. So then, the first time, I got one of, um... One of my lights, whatever. <laughs> and, um... Anyways, I figured out how to, uh... Or just don't sit there, you know, get up real fast and, um... So, yeah, they'll do anything to try to electronically do me. What's the correct term for it? Electronic harassment? There's so many different terms for it. Right. Electronic harassment is certainly appropriate, you know. Noises. What kind of vitamins do you take? Oh, everything. I take um, a live multivitamins, and I take magnesium, and I take calcium, and I take SOD. I even forget what that is, but I know it's good for me. Um, you know, I take so many that sometimes I forget why I'm taking them, but I keep taking them because I know they're good for me. Um, take eye vitamins. Um, How long have you been targeted for? Um, my the first time I was attacked was 1993, and I was attacked more times, and but all three times I was in the hospital, and um, um, that was the first time that I actually knew they really meant this, you know. Um, but the more I know, the more I realize it started before that. That was just kind of the, a big message to me. Um, and the people that were involved were, were the neighbors that later claimed they owned my home. And um, that went on and on. I finally moved from there. Um, 
It's been a long time. A long time. Why were you in the hospital? I was attacked. Had a very serious. I had very serious head injuries on three separate times. I was hit very hard. The last time I had a brain hemorrhage, five broken ribs, a broken collarbone, and a collapsed lung. That's how. That's how badly I was hit. Um, but but the guy that this my husband's partner, this lawyer, he was so angry that I, I, I think most people it's more like just a job to them. But this guy wanted vengeance. He wanted revenge, you know. And I don't think most people are hit as hard as I got hit. Right. I don't think. I just don't think that many people had somebody that who wanted revenge like that, you know. Yeah. Um, I, really I mean, what did the hospital say? What was happening to you? Uh, well, the first time, they didn't know. You know, these guys pushed a light post over onto my head, 18-foot cast iron light post, and they were helping me chop my tree down, supposedly. And later, a, um, a neighbor said, well, why were they pushing the light post at you? And he came down on my head, and I had... 17, no, I'm sorry, 47 stitches in my head and two fractured oh vertebrae. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was the first one. The second one was they got into my house at night and I heard something. I was going upstairs and all of a sudden my head was being slammed against the wood stairs on the corner. And when I, when I went to the hospital, um, and they were, they were, um, they were, you know, had me in a wheelchair taking me down to get um, uh, x-rays. The people that worked at the hospital were walking by and going, oh, my God, what happened? And my face was just hugely black and blue and very swollen. And um, anyway, then the last time they got me again, and that's when I moved, and that time I had huge injuries. They really meant it. This guy wanted revenge, and he wanted me gone. Um, and it had to do with money, you know. <clears throat> Thought if he could get rid of me, um, then he could get, then he could keep my husband's portion of the law firm. And no, I just hung on to it. <laughs> I just kept hanging on, you know. And, Did you uh, tell the police all that? No, my. Would you, the last one, I didn't. You know. I didn't know what had happened the night. The, the second time, I didn't know. All I know is all of a sudden I was slammed into the stairs, and I just thought maybe I'd fallen, you know. And the last time, the last accident, my sister talked me out of calling the police because I would just. But she turned. It turns out she was turned into one of them. Um, but she talked me out of calling the police because I would get this guy in trouble. He's the only guy. It's a long story. That she talked to me out of, oh, don't, don't call. Even the, the doctor at the ICU unit wanted to call the police. Said, you, you didn't fall. This is a very serious, you were beaten. And, but my sister yeah. talked me out of it, out of calling the police, even though the doctor wanted me to. And um, it turns out later that my sister, her husband writes software for these directed energy weapons. She was part of it. She was involved. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway. That's what went on. So that's what my stock, my stocking has been a lot of physical injury, and then they tried to foreclose on my home, and then they tried to take my money. It just goes on and on. It was very, very ugly stuff. 
not been fun. Wow, yeah. I think he's probably close enough to being dead that he doesn't necessarily want me dead anymore. You know, he's not, he can't do anything. He won't benefit from it, you know. Well, yeah, if you go to the hospital a fourth time, you know, that they'd be kind of... I mean, suspicious anyways, it'd be really suspicious. Yeah, but they're not going to, they're not going to hurt me again. Three hospitalizations, that's a little too yeah. obvious. If I had another one, you know? Right. a little too obvious, I think, so they're not doing that anymore. Wish I called the police. Sure wish my sister. Jeez, and then she, and then she decided to go home and leave me in the hands of the guy that was standing behind me when I got hit. <laughs> So, the thing is, after a while, I don't know, I didn't think I was worth calling the police anymore or something like that. Like, I... I just figured back then it wasn't as. What then? What? I don't know. I I I just figured that long ago it wasn't as um known as it is now. I mean, I think there's a lot, 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 lot more perps now than probably back then. I might be wrong. No, I think you're right. No, I think it's much. No, it's pretty. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else who is. I think you're right. I think you're right. We didn't know. Have I had this all happened now? Oh, would I call the police? No, but um, back then we didn't. Really, we didn't know. I wonder if, <laughs> where's our frack? Is he out of the shower yet? Devil. So you live in St. Louis? St. Louis. St. Louis. How do you like it there? Other than, other than the targeting. Um, I've been here all my life. That's huh? what I know. Yeah. 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 So you don't really think that mind control is what they say it is? Um... I think I think what they can do is um, um no I I don't think they can make you do certain things or make you do something that would be against your will normally 
and be against what you would do normally. You know what I mean? I think they can talk you. I think they can manipulate you. And I think, but I think that's more of a, a cult kind of thing where they talk you into you're going to be great. It's going to be, you know, wonderful and blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. When it's not, I think they pack them into this, into this wonderful life they're going to have, which never happens. Do you think uh, we're targeted because we can't be mind-controlled and other people can? I don't know. I don't know why. I know why I was targeted. I was targeted over that lawsuit. Other than that, I don't know. Is there any, do you know, is there any, do you have a clue as to what you might have been targeted? Is there anything that has occurred to you? Um, not really, no. No? No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've been looking up light, uh, light, light workers. Have you ever heard of those light workers? Kind of, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it's all about, but yeah. Were they? Well, anyways, you give off an energy, and you can't be, you can't be whatever um, other people. You can't be mind controlled. You can't do. You think they can't get you like they can get other people like because when I go to the grocery store I know it's like it's the weirdest thing and I shouldn't do this but everybody like touches their nose and does they do all these signs they have to be mind controlled they have to be you know I mean people how they treat you or yeah yeah like when you go to the grocery store and we walk in, and then everybody starts doing their, their perp signals and their perp signs, and um, they have to be mind-controlled. And then the ones with the, the phones that come up next to you, and they... I think they take pictures. Um, I think, yeah, go ahead. No, they're not taking pictures. They're not, they're not taking pictures. They're... Um, you get two people with a phone together and somehow they're able to, they don't do this to me anymore with the phone and they're able to uh, electronically harass you. That's, some people believe that and some people don't believe that there's enough power in the phone to do that. There was a guy on YouTube that he was like 22, and he explained it all. And he said it was a special app, and that you get two phones together, and they are allowed to get enough of this um, radiation or whatever to be able to um, to be able to. But as I know, in my experience, this when I used to go to the store, people always had their phones, and I would always get electronically harassed. I don't know what else in the store could have been doing it. Um, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like, 
and I'd always see the two people together, like one would be standing me, and then one would be over, and they'd be looking at each other. Because I'm very observant. And then... Um, we become very observant, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then, the, you know, this lady would be walking down the street with her dog, the phone in her hand, and uh, I would feel pain. I don't know how she does it, how they do it. I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. My experience when somebody has a phone in their hand, and they often do, and they're often like following me around the store. But it seems like I know they get paid if they can, like, you know, if they like want to keep, like, if they want to know where you are, and these guys have a phone and send back a picture of you where you are. I think they get paid for that. That's been my experience. Well, yeah, I know some people get their information because when, like, sometimes I walk into a gas station and there's a line, it seems like everybody gets their phone out at once and starts looking at it, and then they look at me. Yeah, yeah, hello. Uh, (laughs) I know what you're doing. So, so yeah, they're all like, oh, there's a, there's a a PI, you know, and, um, I'm sure a lot of them have never seen one, and I'll go like, boo, you know, to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Brian, are you back? Oh, I heard him. I don't know. There's so many different theories on this, you know. Do you know who Mike Mason yeah. is? Do you ever go to Mike's call? I know. I only go on this one and Ella. Um, the only ones I, I mainly do. Pretty informed. He's been been going on for about 30 years of his life, and he's, you know, walked through a lot of it. And he, you know, he's pretty calm about this. He does feel that it is coming to an end. A lot of people think it's coming to an end. Why? Um. Trump. Something to do with what he's doing. There's a noise. Brian, are you there? Do you think it really will come to me? Not too soon or later. I think so. I always heard in the future either you're going to be the hunted or the hunter. <laughs> I 
Do you hear that in the background? I do. I do. Oh, there's me and you here. There's a somebody, 715. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do, Linda. It's Deb from Wisconsin. No, I don't. Is that Deb? Come on, you talk to us. Come on, Debbie. Oh, yeah, I'm still feeding the guys, so. You what? I'm still feeding the guys. Feeding the birds? Oh, I got. Yep. Must be quite a job. Yeah. You got a lot of animals, kid. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But, hey, they keep me sane. Yeah. And deal with a hell of a lot easier than I can people, so. You know. At least if they bite me, it's for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. And just it means it's my job to figure out, okay, what did I do to piss you off today? What's up, you know? <laughs> Is your husband targeted? He was. For me? No, he's not a husband anymore because I divorced him. Oh. Because they hmm. turned him into a lying asshole hmm. that did not get along with me or the pets, and I kicked him out and divorced him. Good girl. Didn't have a choice in the matter. You know, I mean, it was we were set to kill each other, and I just wasn't going to do that because I was not going to play their game. But it was good while it lasted. And as far as if he's still targeted, I would guess he would, it probably is, but I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, so I don't know. You miss him? Um, I, miss what, I miss what we had before they turned him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, well... <laughs> I ain't looking for a mate. I ain't really, you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean, exactly what you mean. I, mean. I had it. It was great while it lasted, but that's over and done with. And you know. Life goes on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And for as easily and fast as he was turned, I don't want to go through that shit again. Uh-huh. I had enough, you know. But, yeah, of course, that's what we had. But at least I had the opportunity to have that. You know, a lot of people out here never have that opportunity. So I guess I'm fortunate in that respect. Yeah, me too. Husband was amazing. No. Yeah. I have I'm fortunate enough to have somebody like him in my life is amazing. Um problem is they well he was targeted, didn't they? I don't think well I don't think they out and out killed him, but they didn't help they didn't get they didn't allow him to get cured of his cancer. 
Yeah. Well, you might just as well say they probably caused it, too. After all, this shit yep. does do that. Yep. Very likely they caused it. Although he did smoke. And it was lung cancer. So, you know. Some of the people that were helping keep him observed were, were you know, my husband had a, a drinking problem and he finally did quit, but um, then he smoked a lot. And I think the people, the people that used to always just keep a watch over him, always around him, I think they, my brain somehow said that they did something to his cigarettes. I don't know. It just occurred to me. I think they helped him, yeah. Yeah, and actually, yep. uh, well, I think so. A couple of people I know, oh, yeah, oh, you got to quit smoking, you got to quit smoking. Well, six months after they quit, they're dead. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't put a lot of faith in that, you know, oh, they died because they got lung cancer because they smoked, you know. I think that's just part of the lie they tell people to, for the plausible deniability and all that other shit. But then again, I'm not really one to believe the system all that much, and that was part of the system. Oh, smoking is bad, you know? But that's just me. Did I get kicked? No, you're there. Oh, okay, okay. You got so quiet all of a sudden that yeah. okay. that frequently happens. I'm kind of used to it, so that's why I first thought when it gets too quiet. Okay, I must got kicked. <laughs> Where'd Linda go? Linda, are you there? So what's your name? Deb. Deb, I'm Mary. Oh, okay. Hi, Mary. Hi. So how long you did you that... target it? Do what? Me? Well, yeah. I can go back. I can go back to '75. I think when I when it started, but it could have been before that, because the more you do. Looking and digging and research and and all that kind of stuff. Um, the farther back you can trace it, you know. Yeah. And since <clears throat> my mom's brother, who's dead now, her older brother, was definitely targeted. But I didn't know nothing about this at the time, and he's, you know, he's been dead for a while. I mean, I thought he was just nuts. And so did a lot of other people. Well, I apologize for that, you know, but uh, so it may be generational, family. It seems like 
the more you look at it, it's a huge, huge web of things to where if you're related to somebody or associated with somebody or whatever, that it just kind of spreads, you know? So. Yeah, I hear so much different stuff. I hear that they only target one person in the family. Then I hear the whole family's targeted. So, you know, you just hear so much stuff. Yeah, well, I think part of it is because we're such a diverse group um, that... And it adds to the confusion and the getting together and putting a stop to it, which could be that it's that way by design, you know, that yeah. um, just kind of add to the confusion kind of shit, you know, because then some yeah. people say, oh, yeah, one person in the family, well, I know a lot of people that... It's more than one person in the family, or one person is targeted by the family, or, you know, so it varies so much, but there's so many similarities, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that'd have to be the worst, to be targeted by the family. Yeah. And then you have people where part of the family is targeted and part of it isn't, but it's targeted, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of, there's a lot of variations to this mess. Yeah. I guess they can't have it all the same, then people would just be easily figuring it out. Right. So they throw enough variety into the mix. And let's face it, this kind of thing has been going on for a long time. And I kind of kick it back to (laughs) by design and New World Order and a lot of that stuff all comes to play in this mess. Yeah, I know all that. I've been, yeah. Um, And it's pretty like, I don't know, maybe just because I'm a targeted person. It seems like it's widespread, but maybe it's not. I mean, everybody that's around me seems like they're in on it. Or if I go to the store or the gas station, anywhere. Yeah, I mean, they do. It's amazing to me how they they must do a lot of sitting around and waiting. Like sitting around waiting for me to come. Sitting around waiting to do the the, the, the exact time where they have to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They must and have actually, to I'm around. starting to think. Yeah. I, I'm starting to think it has a lot to do with mind control and yes. Um. The okay, like the Pokemon game. Pokemon Go thing and um, a few other games out there because I've heard of another TI um, saying about where 
they asked one of them, what are you doing this for? And they go, oh, I got a sword in this game. Well, how do you prove it? Oh, you send them a picture. And so a lot of it can be inadvertent game playing, you know, to where they're not even paying these people who are really doing anything. They just get them involved with these stupid games. And they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. And then uh, and other ones are paid to do it. And so you got the whole mess of different things going on. And yeah, of course us being targets are going to see and feel the brunt of it. So, you know. Yeah, the uh lady right across the street from me doesn't work. The guy like three houses down doesn't work. On the other side, there's like four people down the street that don't work. And it's like one will leave. Well, one will come home and one leaves. Or if I go outside, it's like everybody take the trash cans in at the same time. It's just, it's it's kind of, I'm used to it. It's <clears throat> They must hate doing it. It doesn't bother me, but I mean, it's the same thing over and over that these people do. Now, I don't know if it's supposed to mess with my mind, but it it doesn't at all, you know. But I'm just wondering, too, if we are a target because we can't be mind-controlled. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, me too. Uh, and then I, I hear, I read this thing about um, light workers. And how they have this energy that people really want and their their rhythm is different than other people's and they can't be mind controlled. They can't be what normal people can be. And yeah. um, so I'm thinking, well, maybe this is, we're all light workers. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what it is. But they say that regular people really want your energy. Yeah. Um, you have this energy that's different than other people. Yeah, I've read that too, oh, and it does kind of make you wonder. Yeah, there's a possibility in that. You know. Yeah. Because, and then it's it says they're usually kind of loners, high anxiety, and kind of depression. <laughs> yeah. But they like to be alone a lot, which, but then it tells you to get out, you, you feel Mother Nature, get and get the sun, and it makes your powers stronger, and I'm thinking, right. well, maybe that's why they want everybody to be isolated. They yeah. don't want you, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I know there's a lot of mind control um, around here. But then at first it's mind control, then after that it's like hatred. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the frequencies they put out. You know, the hostility okay. frequencies and that kind of stuff. Okay. And I've seen a couple of na- neighbors change um, 
like at first, you know, and you can tell they, and then after a while, they're just like, like the devil has their souls. I'm a Christian, and um, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like the way they act, it's just like the devil has their souls, you know. They'll do anything to get me. And there's a girl that lives behind me. She's constantly looking out her back window, just constantly. And if if I go in the kitchen, she signals, she goes out, she signals the guy behind her that he turns on his truck lights. Do you get lights on you all the time? And then if I sit in the living room, the car lights will be shining from my street. If I go in the other room, their car lights will be shining. It's like they try to get lights shining on me all the time. Well, it used to be that way before I moved out out here in the woods. And now it's kind of like, okay, yeah, you see a few headlights every once in a while this time of year when there's no leaves on the trees. But uh, I'm kind of far enough off the road that it doesn't really bother me so much. Yeah. Yeah. So with moving here, I kind of eliminated part of that problem. Biggest share of it, you know? Yeah. You get the... uh the things up in the sky at night? The drones, satellites, whatever, yeah. Yeah, I get that. And so they must be on you all the time if the, if the people can't get to you. Yeah. Yeah, they're up there and around. And always the annoying buzzing in your head and they got to do something when I sleep because it's like you wake up and you're so freaked out and depressed and you just vaguely remember, oh, kill yourself. And it's like, fuck you, you're not going to win. I ain't doing that, you know. But I think God prepared me for all this. I have bad ears anyways. I don't get the buzzing in my ears. Oh, okay. I have sinuses really bad, so I'm glad now I have sinuses that are fooling the gas me or whatever they're doing to me. Um, so no, God knew what he was doing. He, I guess he was preparing me for this. No, I don't get the ringing in my ear. I don't, I don't have, okay. I know once they shot something in my ear and it was the weirdest thing and um, it started going so I put my finger in my ear really, 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 really tight and hard, and it goes, and it died. Okay. I have bad. So that didn't work. Yeah. Have you ever had that done? Yeah, but I've never been able to stop it by putting my finger in my ears. It's just like, okay. Uh, 
and they do a lot of the the high pitched and you can stick your fingers in your ears and it don't go away but you kind of get used to that but then they start doing this um where it switches tones and switches volume and switches sides and it's like okay uh now Dave Case's CD does seem to help that a bit <clears throat> so you try uh, putting peroxide in your ears or anything? Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't really change it. Or it hasn't so I'm far. Putting... And I've done the whale stuff. And... Um, let's see. You try putting so... cotton in your ears? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that and the olive oil, and the neem oil, and but like I said, you can stick your fingers in your ears, and you still it's still there, so it's like, okay. But the CD does seem yeah, to help, nice. and the bi, binaural beats or whatever, they, some of them do seem to help a little bit, too, for some reason. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, and then you keep hearing, oh, it's supposed to stop and change and be done with, and it's like, when? Let's get with it. Let's get this done with and stopped, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. It's messed up, that's for sure. But how they've gotten away with it for so long and nobody sees it, you know, and it's like they've been showing it to us in movies and songs and everything else for so long, you know. And it's just like, whoa, and nobody noticed. But then again, they've been making people stupid with their stuff they spray in the air and the fluoride and the stuff they put in the food, so... You know. Yeah. I all that is it helps them to mind control them. The gassing. Um Yeah. I guess the chemtrails, everything. It's just they have to have the gas, I figured that out, to be able to do a lot of the stuff that they do to you. Yeah. Um that that is the main thing, um, I think is the gassing though. I don't know what it is, the chemical, whatever, yeah. but that's what makes you tired. That's what makes you not be able to think clearly. Um, I think that's one of the main, and then um, I don't know what the electricity has to do with, and, um, unless you are a light worker, then it's supposed to drain you of your, your energy 
because they want it, which is crazy, but this whole thing is crazy. So why yeah. not, you know? <clears throat> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like a huge, huge spider web with so many different angles to it. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the people say that people saying, and maybe it does have a certain effect on things that the magnetic field of the planets, you know, the alignment thing, whatever, changing the magnetic field of the Earth. And so maybe everything has a play in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot about the magnetic field. Yeah. And then you hear other countries that's brainwashing us or just getting ready to take over the United States. I mean, you just hear... Oh, yeah. And you look at some of them countries like China and North Korea, and yeah, you look at the people and the other brainwashed or zombified or something, you know? Yeah. Oh. 75. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, there's people that have been targeted, you know, I mean, for all we know, we've been targeted from birth, you know? Yeah. And they just did the watching period so we didn't know about them or about being targeted, you know? Probably why they get so pissed off if people don't have their kids in the hospital, you know? That's what I was telling that Linda lady. When I was, my daughter, she's uh, 43. I had her when I was 17. I was in the hospital. I was eight months pregnant because I was having an asthma attack. And I remember it was at night being rolled down the hospital hall. And then I, I remember I was in all this pain. I woke up. And there was a man and a lady standing there. And they were messing with the back of my leg, like right behind my knee, right below it. And I remember waking up, being in so much pain, where I started kicking them. Well, then I fall back to sleep. And then I remember waking up again in this pain, and then I start kicking them. Well, then I woke up the next morning where I was supposed to be, and I really didn't remember none of it. But over the years, I would feel the pain in the back of my leg, and then I'd start 
remember and did that really happen, but I always remember the same thing, you know, being in this hospital room and this man and this woman. So anyways, I was right before I got targeted that I noticed the back of my leg was killing me with this man and this woman was hurting me. <clears throat> and I'm just wondering if I gave out a signal, like, where I was. I mean, I try to figure out all this stuff, you know? Yeah. You've never been scanned or anything for chips. No, I've never been checked. I've never, no. Okay. Yeah, I haven't either. I did did see on YouTube, though, that... um, some people are saying, and a friend of mine, another TI, she knows she's chipped. She was chipped when she was in Sanford, and um, that <clears throat> with a cheap stud finder, you, it will pick up the chips. But then that's probably yeah. something they don't even need to be using anymore since they got the smart right. dust and all that kind of stuff. The whole everything is saturated with. Yeah, that's right. And I don't know if you... Do you go on Neil's call on Sunday nights? No. Oh, okay. That's 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 another call to check out. He was talking about these electronic... These foot baths, and they had on YouTube. I remembered seeing them on YouTube, how you can do the electronic foot bath things with two buckets of water and nine-volt battery and some white copper wire and couple of um, spoons and I tried it and I got all kinds of little black sandy things out smaller than sand actually and then a little while later on one of the things I saw oh this is what the smart dust looks like and it's like whoa that's what that stuff was you know yeah. And I did it twice and got quite a bit out. Wow. And I haven't gotten around to I know if I, uh, if I put vinegar, like I, I use vinegar as lotion, um, it seems like it stops a lot of the signals. Yeah. And the, uh, the electricity that bothers me so much. It seems like it'll stop that, and because uh, the the planes used to go by, and the top of my head would would start burning. Yeah. And uh, so I start putting vinegar on the top of my head, and um, every time a plane goes by now, it doesn't burn at all. So yeah, the vinegar does make a difference. Yeah. You know, this whole so. thing is signals. I figured that out. The whole thing is signals. If they can't get a signal, like, just everything is, if you can break, like, even, like, when you're sitting here, well, and you get the strobe lights or whatever, that will block their signals. Um, you know, I don't know what you get. I, I know when I... Well, anyways, the whole thing is signals to, to turn on. Like, every time I walk into my kitchen, my refrigerator pops on. Yeah. Um, it, 
outside in the summertime, my air conditioner would pop on a man next door, the guy, the guy on the other side. Um, but it doesn't freak me out. I guess it would freak most people out. All right, I was at my mom's house and I was outside her apartment and I was doing something away for, for her and uh, the air conditioners popped on. I thought it was funny. I'm like, dang, you guys are good. You know, it didn't. It doesn't. It doesn't freak me out. Yeah, you kind of so, get. Which is good. Oh yeah, very good. Because <laughs> a lot of people, I mean, it's just like your computer and your phones and different stuff. Quit working or don't work right or whatever, and it's like, okay, <laughs> this shit again, and you just kind of laugh it off because. And there's other people that are just you know, new to it or it's new to that stage and they totally lose it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, calm down. This is just normal, you know? This happens. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all at such well, a different stage. Well, I'm a Christian. Still. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think my stage is the worst right now. I hate the gas and the electricity. But again, yeah. if you squirt vinegar in your house. That helps. Um, oh, yeah. And then outside, uh, in my kitchen, there was so much electricity. I went outside and squirted around my house. And it just, I walked in my house. It was all gone. All of it. Yeah. And, um. The guy next door was was in his yard next door, and I don't care anymore. I do whatever I do, you know. And um, yeah, I use I use a lot of peppermint, eucalyptus, eucalyptus, and tea tree oil too. Okay. Like I got the diffuser thingies. From, yeah. And I I use a lot of that too. And, of course, the peppermint oil is good for rubbing on you after you get the itchies or or hot. You just I mix it with shea butter oil. Okay. And that helps. Well, I use a lot of batteries. Batteries really help. Um, yeah. If you go somewhere and you have, I have this little lantern that takes three batteries that I bought at Walmart, and uh, I seen them, I have a camera, they tried to shoot batteries, you know, like lanterns that have batteries in them, and I right. seen these uh, these lights going toward them, where they went around it, the batteries make the signal not work, so if you carry a battery operated, um, when they try to electronic harass you, they can't do it because the battery will make it, them not be able to hit you. A couple of times yeah. it's gone right past my face, and I'm like, whoa. Or you can feel it going by, but it can't hit you um, if you have a, a battery. I, I figured that out. So I yeah. put one in my window. So those were, I guess everybody has their own little things that they do. Yep, and the magnets. And certain, like certain stones, like crystals, seem to help. And the Himalayan salt lamps, they seem to make a difference, too. 
But what, not what do you the do with, with LED lights. Oh, I know. I hate, I hate LED lights. Yeah. And well, the what do you do with the, the, the salt lights? Go on. Oh, you yeah. just plug them in and leave them on, and they um, they make it to where, like, the um, the field from your, like, electronics is not, it, like, absorbs part of it or something. It okay. helps anyway. Even when they're not plugged in, they actually help because I got, like, a couple of them set in different places, and... They do seem to help even when they're not plugged in because I made the mistake that when they switched over to, um, they were selling the ones with that just used the regular old the old like Christmas lights or nightlight thingies. Yeah, yeah. And then they didn't have them anymore, so I ended up getting making the mistake of, oh, well, these are Himalayan salt lamps. I guess I'll try them. I didn't even read the box, and they were the LED ones. Well, they don't last very long, for one thing. And, I mean, they, they I don't know, short out or do something. So it's like, okay, no point in plugging them in, but I'll just see, just set it here and see if it does any good. And like you said, them a few spots, like between you and the windows and... And between you and TV and stuff like that, and it does seem to help. Yeah, it's it's absorbent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but so many different things work for different people, and of course the the um, oh Epsom salts. And borax baths, and the the vinegar, and and I have been doing the drinking the borax water a little bit, but I'm not sure if it seems to help a little bit. But I think part of it is too is just like with the shielding and that kind of stuff that you try different things and all the supplements. I mean, I, well, I do a lot of supplements. And, yeah. um, but I think that a lot of times you get kind of got to change the combinations because as you're changing what you're doing to get things that work better, they're also changing what they're doing so that the stuff that was working last week doesn't work as good this week, you know? Yeah. And I feel sorry for him. Shoot. It's like, I'll go outside, I'm like, um, they'll all be, I'm like, why don't you guys all get a life? I'm like, oh, that's right, I am your life. And yeah. then I'm like, well, I'm leaving. You know, so... It must be just a miserable life for them to always have to have somebody watch me. You know, just yeah. it's just it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. Yeah. I can yeah, handle it, it all except the gassing. I can handle yeah. the following me doesn't or the electronic harassment. I think too they have to they have to have you 
gas a lot to be able to do that to you. Yeah. And it all seems to depend on the person, too. You know? Because I've noticed in talking to a lot of people and listening to a lot of people that some people are more susceptible to the electronics and some people are more susceptible to different things at different times. Yeah. Yeah, they're listening. Now I'm probably massively going to get gas. But I boil water and light candles. Um, yeah. Just do what you do. Just uh... Yeah, basically it's, well, we do what we can to... Eliminate some of it, cut it back, you know. Is Linda Costanza on the line? No? I don't think she is. Um, She was. She was about 45 minutes ago. I I haven't heard heard her lately. I haven't heard the other gal lately, too. No Sue lately, anytime. Uh, does does anybody have the phone numbers, the times of these other calls since they've, you know, switched numbers and codes and everything? I don't. I got some of them. Which I would be grateful for anything you have. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see, Frank's calls are Monday, Wednesday, and I'm trying to think of what other day. I know he's like three days a week. Might be Friday. And his number is 646 749 Three one one two. And the access code is four five zero. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I was putting down the phone number as the, well, I'll just go ahead. Six four six four six seven four nine three one one two. Yep, you got it. That's the phone number. Right. And then there's an access code of... 450-414-301-POUND. 414-301-POUND? Yep, you got it. 301-POUND, okay. Uh, do you know what, like, 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock, do you know? Um, let's see. I think Frank's is um, 9 or 8 Central Time. I don't think I've ever been on this call. Oh, okay. And Derek also has calls on, um, you got... Let's see, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturdays, and his is at 
8 Central Time. Eric. Yeah. Does he do most of the talking? Um, sometimes, yeah, but a lot of times not. It all depends on who he has on there for a guest and who's on there for just on there. They've mixed so many different numbers now. Oh, yeah, they got a lot of different ones because they have went off a talk show and... Well, I don't know if Frank was... I mean, maybe he was on talk show and I don't know about Derek either. But... I think he was the first one to do this free talk live thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean now there. I mean there are multiple free talk live phone numbers, right? Yeah. Actually, if you can, if you got a computer or. I do, but I I don't like to use it for that purpose. Oh, okay, okay, because I was going to say if you, um, I'm trying to think of, if you get on one of the newsletters, they send out a list of the calls sometimes, but that's okay since you're writing them down, I guess, here we go with Derek. Uh, yeah, so I would, uh, it sounds like I would go to what website to see the newsletter? Um, either Stars International. Stars? Yeah. That would be Frank Stars. Stars International. Yeah, right. And Derek's site is for what? Stars International should have, like, a lot of different uh, calls. Yeah, and also PAX International. PAX? Yeah, P-A-C-T-S. Well, I'm going to hang up. I'll talk to you later, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye. And Citizens... AHT.org. Also, if you get on their newsletter, they, they put the, and I think on the website they have the phone numbers listed too. PAX? Uh, Citizens AHT. And the PAX is P A C T S, I think. P-A-H-E-S, like in Sam. And citizens, something? Yeah, citizensagainstharmfultechnology.org. So the acronym ought to work, right? Yeah.
A-H-C, maybe. Yeah. Oh. It was very simple. Like they had one call number and like a bunch of codes, and uh, I don't I don't know what Ella's call number is anymore. Oh, okay. I can I don't know. give you that one. I, don't I can give you that one, too. So, like, the Linda's old number, 146 well, like is no more, right? Right, because she hasn't been able to get her computer to work with the conference call thingies. And uh, Linda's 14049, that's gone. 140091, gone. Right. Well, at least for okay. now. Is there just one phone number that you call in to talk on any of the free talk lives? Um, no, actually, some of them are on, like, you know, Frank's and Derek's are different. And then you got the Takshi one here. And Ella's is different. Let's see. She, she has her own it. number. And it, she has not only her own code, but her own phone number, too. Right. That's what's making it difficult. Yeah. What is that? What about Del, uh, Ella's code? Uh, the, let's see. I think this is the right one. Um, let's see. Is it the 515 number? Okay. Okay, five one five seven three nine one two eight five. Got it. And then the access code is four zero 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 one four pound. Three zeros. Yep, three zeros. That's still Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. Uh, early, pretty early, like uh, eight, 7 o'clock Central? Or, yeah, 7 or 8 Central, and I'm not sure on that. Ryan she's not on for more than, she's on for about like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, yeah. And then lately she's been doing, a, like having somebody else take over the call, like about 9.30 Central Time. That's good. I don't know what all these other numbers are I have. I'm not sure any of them are any good. I should just get rid of all of them except what I know now to be confusing. Yeah. That's, well, that's, you know... And something's not, it wasn't really broken before, but somebody decided to fix it, huh? Yeah, and they didn't do do a very good job of fixing it. Because when Takshi t- got the new format, it started getting hacked a lot. And then more people started leaving and going to the free conference call thing. There's no easy way to work than a dumb phone. 
Yeah. How much yeah. better than a smartphone? What What do you do? Just put one number after another and then list the time. Yeah. Well, you probably you do it on the computer. You don't do it on a smartphone, right? Well, right. But then again, I have a piece of paper with the phone numbers, and that usually gets all messed up because I write numbers down and then not in the right order or not, you know, and then it's like, oh, what day, and or I forget to write what day it was for or whatever, so I end up going by the newsletter thingies. You have to go, you go there and do you print that out? No, no. I don't print it out because printer quit working a while back and it's like it ain't even had two of them get fried on me so I decided I ain't going to waste no more energy, money, whatever on doing that, you know. Yeah. Oh, boy. Do you think things are getting worse? Have, have things gotten better or worse lately? Well, for me and a lot of the people I talk to, worse. I mean, some people say it's getting better, but uh, I sure ain't seeing it. <laughs> and a lot of the other TIs that I talk to ain't seeing it either. It seems like they're ramping up for whatever reason, you know? Yes. So I don't Thanks, know. Intense. Yeah. A lot of stress. Oh yeah. Stress and more of the shame shit plus a little different shit added to it. <laughs> and Keep hoping that Frank is right, that something good's going to happen in December. But he hasn't know, really. said what yet, and he went, he's kind of beats around the bush on that. Oh, something good's going to happen in December. Like, okay. Let's see it. Oh, I don't know. Are those, yeah, so those two calls you listen to a lot, any others? Um, I go to Neil's call usually on Sunday night. Um, you want That's his number two? Well, I know the last yeah. is 60, 70, 60, 70, 80, right? Yep, that's it. Uh, but I don't know the phone number. Oh, okay, here's the phone number then. Six, Can you tell zero. me the last, like, the last four digits? Yeah, four, seven, seven, nine. Okay, I don't have that one. This phone. Or, I'm sorry, I don't have it on this. Four, seven, seven, nine. Right here, here. Do you recognize these numbers? Zero, one, zero, 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 three, zero. Zero seven four two zero four four four, or do any of those ring a bell? Oh, not. <laughs> well, the three one one two, yeah. 
Okay. One, two is Ella's, right? Wait a second. Let me look here. Um, well, three, one, what was that again? The last part, three, one, one, two is Ella's. No. At least not the number I have written down. Oh, 1285? Okay, yeah, okay, that's 1285. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's her, right? Okay, yeah. She's 1285, Ella, where did I say Ella, Ella, Ella? Well, last, I'll just put 1285, that would be easiest. <sighs> okay, 1285. At least, you know, this is three. This this is very helpful. Okay. Well. Uh, and then... Neil, uh, let's see, so 1285, what should I use? I think some of these, they're so, I, I don't know, I'll never know what these numbers are. I'll, if they're legit, I'll get them again. I'm just going to erase this one randomly. Okay, I am so ready for Neil's number. Okay. 605 Quiet. You guys aren't getting a lot of grief tonight. Actually, it's pretty quiet on this call. 
And I don't know where Ryan is. Be around somewhere, but I don't know. So there was a call tonight, uh, Derek's, right, and Frank's. Yeah. Yeah, Derek's was on tonight, and so is Frank's. And tomorrow's uh, This call has been on as well, guys. We started opening oh, okay. on Wednesdays and Sundays, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Wednesday and Sunday, yeah. And hardly get anybody to show up for it, though. Everybody goes to cocksuckers of it there. his new nickname I give it to him. Oh, anyway. I don't know where the guys, I don't think there's been another guy on this phone tonight. <laughs> Not that I mind the ladies. Yeah. Hey, where's Greeback tonight? I'm about to call him. He, he's. I think he's been going to bed earlier. I'm going to call him. Oh, okay. It's time to get the beer out. Oh, yeah. Let's have us a drink, Deb. Cheers. Oh, okay. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> yeah, I got some kombaka or however you say that. Cheers. Are you going to drink some? Oh, yeah. The kombaka is good. It's got cheese awesome. seeds in it and it's raspberry and... That's, that sound your parrot just made in the background is like, it sounds yep. like the beginning of the car is moving in stereo. It's like, moving stereo. Fly through a window. Turn that speakerphone off. Let me get back in here. I'll have to get in here and meet that. Just a second, guys. The strange moving stereo. Turn your speakerphone off, guys. Women must went to bed. Oh, okay, she got awful quiet. I didn't know where she disappeared to. It's, um, what's that woman's name that was just on here? Um, Harry? No. Yeah, Mary. She still on here? Her pal. Uh, and you know, too much racks coming from your line, man. No, I'm I'm right here, guys. Derek did announce this call. I actually I did. Derek asked me, "See, pal, a few of me." Okay, it wasn't see, pal, that time. Hmm. Oh, find something good to eat here. Get up this beer. Mm-mm, what's it gonna be? 
Yeah, let me call Grace real quick. See, pal. I'm gonna mute you one more time and don't unmute. You got background. What? Grieve, are you in here? It's rough about to call you. God, where's Wiley Sue's number at? Damn, that gets on my nerves. Hey, Wiley, Sue. Hey, show's on, man. The show's on. Uh, yeah, it's four o'clock here. Come on, talk to us. It's just me and you and Deb right now and a few others. Yeah. Coming on for sure. All right, man. Hey, Brad. Very strange. Okay, now. Gotta find something to eat. The Grieve said he'd probably be calling in, Deb. Okay. Yep. Richard, what the hell I want? Not yet, but he probably will be, though. Or the night's okay. out. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny guy. I think he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it will be hamburger helper on a sesame seed bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, don't forget, this call will be open on Sundays and Wednesdays now. Yeah. Oh, man.
Here yet, Greg. I'll get more of a talkative mood here in a little bit when I get some beer in me. <laughs> uh, misery didn't have to hang up just because I called in here. I don't care. I don't care if she talks on here or not. As long as she ain't been a straight up bitch like she was the last time. A couple of last times she's been out here. Are you on here? Liquor on the rocks.
That's what I'm wondering. Where is everybody at? Yeah. Okay. Well, he said he was coming on over. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I guess he's kind of getting woke up for real. Yeah, the plant. Get out of that plant. Oh, it's going to be forever missing or something. Yeah, that's a good question. Where is everybody? I found the damn phone. Hell, I'm going to have to keep myself muted, Debbie. Are you in here? Who's starting a new call? Somebody said, somebody, that's all we need is another damn call. There's enough too many calls as it is right now. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I don't know who it is either. Maybe that'll be better. Okay. Oh, you mean somebody announced they was having a call on Derek's call tonight?
Top of somebody else, or call into somebody's show and announce your call. And anybody does that shit over here, it ain't happening over here. I've had certain people do it in here. They come right in here, announce their call and everything. It's like y'all come on over. It's like, who the hell do you think you are for one minute? What the hell is causing that? <clears throat> Let's see if I can find some good audio to listen to on YouTube. Something new by Dr. John Hall or Robert Duncan or somebody. Oh, okay. What's going on just a minute, guys?
don't know if I've heard this one or not, but I guess we'll give it a try. I've never heard this in my life before, so guys, I don't know what he's going to say yet or whatever. People know my background from uh, yesterday's speech that I, my real specialty is artificial intelligence and robotics and um, redefining what human beings will be in the future. And a lot of people find this scary. I don't want to be redefined. I, I don't like this idea, something that's beyond my control, the very sense of self uh, is going to be altered. Well. You're actually under a lot of control systems, and you have been since birth. Indoctrination, how did you learn to speak the language that you speak? Uh, how do you, what's etiquette? How do you know how to behave in, in society and in culture? So you've been indoctrinated. There are a whole bunch of forces that are controlling you and manipulating you at any time. So there's this field called cybernetics, and I'm going to define it as uh, Wikipedia defines it, but it's uh, a notion that we are not separated from machines. We're actually systems. And so it's, it's a concept that we are all part of an economic system. We are part of a tribe, part of a culture, and that even bionics or other uh, human augmentation, that was my speech yesterday, is still part of us. Um, so let me define cybernetics for you. Um, so the, the man who actually defined the word, created it in 1943, was a guy by Norbert Wiener. Uh, same time the CIA was created, by the way. But uh, the science of control and communication in the animal and the machine. Now, there are many definitions of cybernetics. Uh, I think I... I read about 71 of them before, before uh, creating this presentation. Um, and many individuals who have influenced the definition of direction of cybernetics. So the, the man, Norbert Wiener, a mathematician, engineer, social philosopher, coined this word uh, from the Greek, which means steersman or governance. Uh, he defined it as the science of control and communication in the animal. Um, he, in uh, uh, the machine, uh, Ampere before him wanted cybernetics to be the science of government. For philosophers, uh, cybernetics was an experimental uh, concern with the communication within an observer and between the observer and his environment. And there have been several other people that have uh, tried to uh, uh, precisely define this word cybernetics, but it's a very uh, difficult abstraction. And I, I studied under uh, Noam Chomsky for linguistics at MIT. He's, a, he's kind of a political activist, but he's a brilliant linguist, linguistic teacher. And I studied for 
artificial intelligence to have computers translate natural language processing. Um, and this is all related. Uh, cybernetics treats not things, but waves of behavior. So it's all about behavior within the system. Okay, with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. There was an interesting article that uh, came out just recently. And given my roots, this isn't actually all that new, but what's fascinating is the civilian scientists are catching up with some of the military work. Um, so this article came out, oh, about a week ago, and they're, they're literally connecting brains of other species. Now, how do, how do they prove that this is actually occurring? Uh, they look at the entrainment. So one, so they have a problem. Uh, let's say it's a bunch of uh, rat brains, three of them, all cybernetically linked. Uh, they can read the EEG patterns and see that they're solving the same problem. And as well as one rat, if he has a special experience, will transfer that into the next brain, into the next brain. So it's a type of indoctrination, just like with us human beings. Uh, you know, I mean, this, this is great for, you have children, you want them to think the same way you do and, and <laughs> rush to that experience. But we use spankings and lollipops and, and verbiage basically to control children. Um, so what I study that I just find absolutely fascinating and this is what is happening. Uh, and the last speakers can probably confirm that it's, uh, the government is working on what's called cybernetic hive minds. And this technology is actually quite old. It's been around since the sixties, but it has many positive uses. And I <clears throat> promised myself when I started writing these presentations that I would take a positive spin <laughs> to everything because there's a very dark side to all of this and, and, you know, a warning to humanity. Do we really want to go down this path? Um, some of the uses are increased intelligence. Well, you know, everybody wants a little edge, you know, you drink coffee, so you're awake. Um, what is there was a way to put in a microchip, which MIT's already done to uh, help uh, people that have their short-term memory damaged in some sort of way, either the aging process, car accident, and whatnot. And it, the neurons actually grow to the chip and it replaces short-term memory. They can do this in mice where one mouse learns a skill uh, running through a maze, place that microchip in another mouse or rat's brain, and it has some memories of how to solve the maze faster than a rat that wouldn't have had the microchip. So now we're talking about instinct. You know, we're born as babies, yet we know how to uh, suckle from uh, a breast. No one taught the, us, the baby, how to do that. Um, and you know, the birds, they know how to build birds' nests or bees can create hives. No one taught them. This isn't taught from generation to generation. So the, the thing about humans is 
our intelligent capacity to learn, uh, to reason, and use logic. And if you're in an economic society like we are, it's, it's not a socialist society, um, having uh, increased intelligence for your child to get into a better college or to get a better job, you're going to pay for that. You want your children to be um, more productive or successful, again, these are just definitions, whatever that means, um, than you are. And so you're probably going to want this. Well, with cybernetic hive minds, it's literally using the computing power of multiple people or other animals. Uh, I remember reading one report uh, by the army that they, it's kind of a dark story, but they connected an ape's brain with a young girl's brain in a cybernetic just two person uh, animal hive mind. And they thought the, the uh, ape would recognize itself through multiple eyes and et cetera. It's not what happened. They ain't been out killing a girl, but they've been running these experiments uh, for a long time. Um, what are some other positive benefits? Well, they call it the bluing effect in telecommunications where the frequency the wavelength of light going through the fiber optic cables becomes bluer rather than red, which is a lower frequency, so you can carry more information. Well, you know, we used to have snail mail, now we have email and phones, and, you know, we're communicating with the speed of light and where the world's becoming smaller. Um, but this is even more rapid. This is the next generation that you can communicate at the speed of thought. Now, there are a lot of repercussions um, for that, and uh, we'll get into that. Um, in these cybernetic high minds right now, about only four people to six people can be hooked up. Uh, and they're, they're useful for things like brainstorming, sort of like a conference and communicating, but it's happening more rapidly. Now, if you have more than that, the brains become schizophrenic and the thoughts overlap too much and they can't focus on whatever the problem is that they're trying to solve. Now, of course, the military and CIA and, you know, your MI5, MI6, they like this because it's a great interrogation tool. Imagine you can't keep any secrets, can't keep them from yourself. Um, so what they're working on is not just the interrogation part of uh, probing the mind, um, which you can do even in the dream state when you have no defenses. Um, they, they, uh, they want to see if they can uh, insert thoughts into the human being. So another dark topic, mind control. And you, I'm sure you, you know, there have been other speakers that talk about this. But this is a problem. Um, we all love our privacy. We all love uh, our sense of free will. And I, I do strongly say it's just a sense of an autonomy. You're always, unless you're in a sensory deprivation chamber, you are always getting other influences that your mind is um, They also uh, use it for sampling the population or predictions of mass influence. So 
what if we say this on television, you know, as a, a policymaker in your government, how would the population respond? What other words can we use? And so it's a, a way of testing and polling the population without them even being aware that that's happening. But my favorite is accelerated education. Um, you know, I spent so many years in school and uh, probably a third of my life. Imagine that you can uh, pay for a system that clones your professor's ideas and thoughts quickly, uh, eliminating all the errors of thoughts and, and et cetera. I mean, that, that's a huge boost to the economy because we spend so much money on education. Um, but is that mind control? You to ask yourself, is education mind control? It, it's a way to teach people how to think. Is it mind control? And these are ethics and morals that you're going to have to determine for yourself. Um, so I was talking a little bit uh, about, um, well, mind control in particular, and something that I worked on uh, and I'm not proud of, but uh, it's called the voice of God weapon. So there are four different techniques and technologies that can pipe voices into an individual's head. And once you can do that, you can control them using neuro-linguistic programming techniques. Um, you're rewiring their thought processes and brains. Um, and so this gets into what's called offensive information warfare. And they used it, I believe in the Gulf War uh, to tell the enemy at that time, lay down your guns, this is Allah. And it worked pretty well because hearing voices which have no direction or sound, you have to assume that it's some spiritual entity. Uh, so it works pretty well. And uh, <clears throat> then I don't know if I'm gonna get into this, but there's something called a hyper game theory. How do you, they, they wanna see if they can manipulate people to do things that are irrational, but also walk them to their death. And so you can call it a eugenics program even. Um, and they need to sample all cultures, language uh, throughout the world to define their probability matrices of which tricks, techniques, deception works. Um, that's just what's happening. All right, well, let's talk a little bit more about the definition of intelligence. And, you know, I've argued this and debated this since I was young, um, and I really, couldn't come up with any good definitions. I, I like to think it's some form of self-awareness or reasoning, logic, and memory that's kind of more standard IQ tests. Maybe it's a capacity for empathy because I know a lot of people that can't empathize. It means you don't have enough life experience to put yourself in that person's shoes. But artificial intelligence uses a stricter test uh, slightly stricter. It's uh, 
they determine if it is truly self-aware if they can fool a human being for an hour talking to an artificial intelligence uh, program. And so that, that test has stood up for a long time. They're way past that now, but you won't hear about that in the regular news. Um, so really what I think is amazing, and I'm, I'm gonna put a positive spin on this, is we're starting to mix and reconfigure minds as partially human and partially AI. And those are the experiments that are being tested on some of the public. Uh, they're often called emergent minds. And they're completely alien to this planet. Uh, planet's never seen this before, but we're creating them. It's sort of like genetic engineering. We're mixing genes up. New species are gonna arise from that. How do you define it? How do you classify it? Uh, so when thinking about intelligence, I, I started thinking about the SETI project, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, and that is like breaking encryption. So I, I look at it from the military point of view, signal intelligence. How do you know some source out in the universe that you're scanning is intelligent? Maybe it's a quasar star, maybe. And so you have to just say it's an abnormal signal. Let's try to decipher it. So it's really like encryption. Uh, and that's what intelligence is, is a complicated signal. All right, so let's get into how, how do you do this? How do you do this between human beings? Now, there's the age-old way of hooking a human being up to uh, uh, many probes, uh, it's called EEG, electroencephalograph, and reading and deciphering the brain waves as they, they are created within the scalp. Um, um, it's just the electromagnetic field. You can also do it with infrared. Um, and th there, there are a lot of neat inventions that have come of this. I mean, I, I made one invention that you can create music with your mind, with your thoughts alone. It was only eight hours. You, know. uh, you can move robots. Once you train your brain with robot, you can move robots. They have video games up now. You can play video games with thought processes alone that use this basic technology. Things have come a long way. And now we have... Uh, which are magnetically activated nanoparticles and sensors. So how do you control a brain? Most people don't believe that. Oh, you can't control me. I, I have my own free will. There's no way you can get to my soul. Well, sorry, that's not true. Um, so these nanoparticles are activated under certain magnetic frequency and will alter the brain patterns and pathways. Uh, Recently, my school came out, Harvard came out with uh, what you see here on the right slide is the magnified view of a needle that's injected into the brain and puts the scaffolding over the brain. And then it's read that way at a f much finer resolution. Somebody yesterday, I don't know if you, you still hear some gentleman 
asked me about smart dust, and I said I would talk about that a little bit. Um, or, I'm sorry, neural dust. Um, he asked me a question before I get into the He hypothesized that mad cow disease was caused by neural dust experimentation. Now, my answer would be um, that agrees with most scientists. Neural dust is non-replicating. So it can't infect one cow or the other. I mean, they would all have to be injected if it were an experiment. And uh, what really causes something called prions, which is a protein that is self-replicating, form of encephalitis. And it's very rare that that disease is contagious amongst species. This version of it, mad cow disease, uh, happened to be contagious to humans. Um, so smart dust is something different and it's fairly new, you know, last 15 years. Um, and you can inject a person and it's just really tiny microcircuits that act as transmitters all over your neurons and they settle there and then you can read them remotely. Um, what would happen? Well, it probably would create something like mad cow disease, I imagine, but um, it's a way to read brains. It's one of the many techniques. Um, so let's talk about, um, about deciphering audio and visual cortex. Uh, so researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, uh, invented a brain decoder device that's able to work out what you're thinking based on neural activity inside of the brain. Now they use mostly what's called functional MRIs, um, but uh, you could use any of these technologies that I've talked about. If you're reading text in a newspaper or book, you hear a voice in your own head. Usually most people are reading kind of aloud in their own head. Well, they can read that, decipher the words that you were thinking to yourself. Um, and similarly, several other universities have uh, been working on dreams. Now, now imagine being able to uh, share a dream with your partner or, you know, an interactive dream or record a dream or replay it to another human of, some other life experience or dreams. Uh, you know, that's the wonderful vision of the technology. The downside is what I talked about earlier. You can be programmed in your dreams. Many cultures like the Indians believe that dreams are spiritual. God is talking to them and hence it's a good mind control tactic. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's the time of our, hopefully our private creative subconscious processes is going on. Um, so there's uh, another one, uh, University of LA, maybe Stanford University. They are decoding visual images. So they train a person under a functional MRI, that's the standard technique, to look at images and then they record them. And then they ask the person to uh, imagine the object. It can also just be imaginary. And the computer will decipher the brain code. And so you're looking at a hammer, 
you're looking at a saw. That's a house. That's a cat. So the technology in the civilian sector is coming along uh, quite quickly. About a, uh, recently came out and said, you know, we don't know what we're doing. This might be the end of the human race. Elon Musk of uh, Tesla, a uh, billionaire, said the same thing. We got to stop this. In fact, he invested $10 million uh, for a research grant to figure out what the safety controls are in artificial intelligence. Uh, Stephen Hawking, one of your professors, has said this. Um, so a lot of smart people are saying, we got to look at the future. This may not be the best solution. Uh, we have control of it now, but if uh, something like Skynet uh, from the Terminator movies comes online, we, we have uh, morality. It does not seem to be a part of intelligence. And so look, let me give you uh, an example. Read this. Um, human. So this is the human being, and this is out of Google, by the way, says, tell me the definition of morality. The machine, the AI program says, I don't have ethics. Human, look, I need help. I need to know more about morality. I don't know what ethics is. Okay, I need to know how I should behave morally. I don't know how to tell you. Is morality and ethics the same? Yes, sir. What are the things that I do to be immoral? I don't know. Give me some examples of moral actions. I'm not a moralist. All right, morality, integrity. What is integrity? I'm sorry, I don't know what else to say. Be moral. <laughs> the, the, the AI program says, be a man. <laughs> I really like our decision on morality and ethics. And the machine says, and how I'm not in the mood for a philosophical debate. What, what do you want to talk about? Nothing. So he totally shuts down his master. His I thought that was brilliant. Um, let's see. Okay, and I, I'm going to get a little bit off topic here. I'm coming sort of to the end of my presentation, so hold on there. But. Um, and I'll show you how this is a little relevant. Uh, there's a technology that um, uh, it, this is out of Japan. This is a company that's doing a three-dimensional television, which you can touch. So I, I was going to show you a, a short clip or movie, uh, but I, I can get it on my presentation. But this is a finger touching a uh, a femtometer, it's one times 10 to the minus 15 uh, guided lasers that when they intersect, they create this these glowing dots and they, they can make it into all sorts of shapes and so. And the reason I bring this up is because this technology has been around far longer than, again, civilians know about. And it's a way that the Air Force is creating orbs in the sky, many orbs, through intersection of these high-powered lasers. Now, you can't see the lasers because they're out of our uh, visual range, but where they intersect, 
they'll create a glowing ball. Now that's great for Air Force because uh, you're ionizing the air and that creates a radar deflection. So you can, for your enemy, you can make it look like entire fleets are about to approach and bomb and whatnot. It's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. Um, so, but this is a cool technology that's coming about. So you can imagine combining some of these technologies. Now, let's say you're reading someone's dream. Well, you can touch it and change it in three dimensions. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of, there's a lot of possibility, a lot of potentials there. I worked on uh, eye tracking, eye gaze interfaces uh, for the military, the DOD. And uh, wherever you looked, it's looking at your pupil and reflection of infrared light, you would, your mouse cursor will move. And then when you're on whatever menu item you want to do, you blink and if, slowly, and then you drag it down and then you blink twice, just like you do in a mouse click. Um, and that's an operating system that's completely, you know, hands off. I mean, you can, there was also a voice recognition system built into it too. Um, but what's interesting, we can connect the visual workspace and that's what psychologists call it. When you imagine things, you daydream, they call it the visual workspace. Also with computer feedback into the mind, imagine the possibilities, imagine them. Um, so I'm gonna close up here, and this is very controversial. I uh, know. <laughs> uh, so Revelations 1823, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And you know, there, there's some, something similar to that by Arthur C. Clarke, any sufficiently advanced technology appears like magic to a lesser civilization. And where I'm getting with this is uh, Reagan had a speech at the United Nations, and he, he made it at least three times. And he said, if aliens were attacking us, if we, we would uh, we'd give up our differences and we'd fight the aliens. And he was just trying to make a point. Maybe a new world order is something we need to think about. Maybe we shouldn't have these wars. You know, it's an interesting way to put it, but but that's how we tribe is usually governments create fear, terrorism, whatever it may be. And then we all got to stick together. Um, and that gets into, you know, false flags. And so Project Bluebeam, which is just rumor, this is true conspiracy theory here, although I know it's possible. Um, that uh, somebody apparently from NASA leaked this as something they were working on. And telepathy, electronic two-way communications. Well, we have that now. And that's very scary if you don't, if you've never experienced it. Um, making hum humanity think an alien invasion is about to occur at every major city. Well, we have holograms in the sky. I described that technology. Um, and, you know, they, they talked about other things uh, that might make this come about. But all I'm saying is beware. Um, so, for example, I'm going to say something controversial. 
Uh, I love crop circles. I think they're just beautiful art. Um, and the effort to make them is incredible. But I happen to have known a few gents back in America that were engineers and artists. And they built a machine that was all automated, GPS run. They would do the design. And they built a 10-mile crop circle in Nevada. You can only see from airplanes or satellites. And it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. But I was impressed by the engineering. I don't know if they're real or not. Um, but uh, so I, you know, I, I love mystery and wonder. And it, all that gives us, I think, as humans, we want hope. We want to think we're not alone. Uh, somebody will save us from ourselves. And um, so kind of in closing, is this the end of humanity or a beginning of new species? Many believe that transhumanism will be the end of the human race. Um, I kind of, you know, disagree with that. Perhaps it's just the redefinition of what the human race is. What if we are the mothers and fathers of a better species than our own? Perhaps we can amplify love and happiness, end all wars. Perhaps the new world will be more perfect than what we have now. I don't think we should be scared. We should embrace the future and understand the consequences. Questions? Well, I guess that was good. Were engineers and artists, and they built a machine that was all automated, GPS run. They would do the design, and they video games up now. You can play video games with thought processes alone that use this basic technology. Um, so a lot of smart data. That was it. That was it. Oh, okay, yeah, it is a very good recording. Anybody else want to talk, Deb? Are you on here? I don't know if I can find something. Anybody else on here? I would like to hear that song real quick. Somebody want to talk? Thanks. Nice.
Robert Duncan, the architect, the mastermind, CIA. He admits he helped create a lot of the technology that makes it possible for the government to get inside people's heads. Duncan claims he left the company. Jesse Ventura will see about that. Dr. Robert Duncan put together the technology that allows the government to transmit thoughts and voices into the heads of Americans. Dr. Robert Duncan. First question for you, what's negative about what you've done? Uh, I've empowered the dark side by some of my work. And what do you mean by that? Technology is neutral. It, right. it can be used for good or evil. I've worked on projects for the CIA, Justice Department, Department of Defense. When you worked for the CIA and when you worked for the government in all this sensitive area, what did you do and where did you work? Uh, that sensitive information, I can't tell you that. Is this the stuff, voices in the head and things like that? Yes. This guy looks nervous. He should be. 
but he also looks like he wants to get some stuff off his chest. We've run into a few people that claim they got voices in their heads, they sleep inside tinfoil boxes, they do a lot of crazy things, it seems. But when they talk to us, they seem totally normal. They seem totally sane. Are these people crazy, or is the government doing this? The, the government's doing this to He's not even bothering to hide it. They're called voice of God weapons. So you know for a fact that these weapons that you worked on, they're being used domestically today? Absolutely. You have to remember the CIA has a long history of experimenting on our citizens from right. LSD. Sure. Okay, we're talking here like going back to MK Ultra and all that in the 60s and 70s. But we were told all that stopped. Is that untrue? Untrue. These programs continue under new names, new budgets. It's the ultimate weapon. To your knowledge today, are there citizens of this country that are being abused with this technology? Worse than abuse, that's a light word. They're being tortured. So the targeted individuals aren't crazy after all. I knew it. Now it's a matter of how they do it. Okay, doctor, to deliver this, how do they get into your head? I've heard of these Gwen Towers. They allegedly were used before, and now they claim that they're not used for anything. They do match up with the properties and necessary capabilities. They easily could be broadcasting across the country messages to people and causing them extreme pain. That's part of the whole world domination strategy. Control of the population from subconsciously to consciously. And now we've got a motive. Controlling dissenters, controlling the world, controlling you and me. Who are the controllers? I mean, is that our president? The Federal Reserve? No. So these are people within our government at a certain level making these decisions and they're not necessarily our president or our elected officials. That's exactly right. Wow, that makes it even more difficult because they can't be removed. They can't be removed and they're difficult to find. They, they hide in the dark crevices of our government. You worked for these people. You worked on this, you helped to develop it. I was naive. I did not know how the technologies were going to be put together and the ultimate weapon created. You're not still working for it. No. You're unequivocally looking me right in the eye right now, and you're telling me you have no more to do with this, and that you're out to expose it? That's correct, sir. Okay, do you fear for your life? No. I don't Why? I just don't fear death. With your background and what you know, can you give us a hint on what we ought to do? No. No. Is it too late? I actually believe it's too late. So what you're telling me, every one of us should be in fear of this because every one of us at some point will be targeted? The technology has advanced that far. Dzień dobry Państwu na kanale Mind Wars. Witam po dłuższej przerwie. Przerwa była spowodowana.